This is Football Nation. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright bring you the latest trends from the NFL. Headlines, stats, fantasy previews, and more right here on Football Nation. Hello, 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 and welcome to Football Nation on Football Nation Radio. I'm Bill Enright. With me is Todd DeVries. We are in week five of the NFL, Todd. Bear, oh, excuse me, the Bills and the Browns on Thursday Night Football. These games just keep getting worse. Well, you don't like the um, the battle of Hoyer versus Manuel? Oh, no. It's no, kind of like don't. the it doesn't it has the same ring to it as the Sunday night game, the uh, the Brady Ryan Matt Ryan game? No, <laughs> I don't think so. No, just a slight downgrade. <laughs> Jeez, what were uh, the schedule yeah. makers thinking when they put this one on the lineup? I don't know. Isn't there some sort of uh, ruling? Don't they have to have like a, there's some sort of rule where at least one primetime game? Yeah, there's like teams have to be in one primetime, but they can't be in too many. You know, there's all sorts of rules. So they just decided to put two stinkers in the same week this time. Well, the Browns and the Bills on Thursday night. How about the uh, Chargers and the Raiders, Todd? They're playing at thir- uh, Sunday night football, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do you know the reason behind this? Yeah, the baseball. Just another reason why I hate baseball. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Can't stand that stupid sport. Anyone that tells me it's America's pastime is out of their minds. All right, I can argue that point all day long. Baseball, the Oakland Athletics are in the playoffs. They're playing on Saturday. So the Raiders and the Chargers game also on the same field in Oakland. Has, they had to prepare the field and prepare the stands and this, whatever is going on. But they're playing at 11.30 at night. Are, are you going to even watch that game? Uh, Probably. Really? Yeah, I'll probably be working, doing Football Nation stuff. And You got, yeah, you so got Rivers. Prob- I mean, Sunday night's a huge busy week, so I'll just have the TV on a little longer than normal. Instead of watching yeah. the post game of the Sunday night game, I can right. go right to that game. Is it? What channel is it on? I have, no, I, I have no idea. And who's I got the, that's on. actually a great question. Where where can we watch it if we want to? If we want to watch that game, where will we be able to watch it? Hmm. I'm going to Google that right now. NFL Network. NFL Network. Oh, it's going to be on? Yeah. Sweet. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'll, you go. I'll watch it. I'll probably, will, I'll probably fall asleep before the very end. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll watch it. A lot going on today. Week 5 in the NFL. We're taking your start and sit questions for your fantasy football lineups. 855-478-7030 is the phone number. You can also email us, radio at footballnation.com. Todd, we have a very special contest thanks to our partners over at DraftKings.com. They're getting, uh, they're uh, opening up a contest. Only 50 spots, so very limited amount of participants in this one. And it's only $10. And the winner's going to get 100 bucks and a chance to become a fantasy football millionaire thanks to their uh, fantasy football millionaire qualifier contest. And a little bit of a bonus here, I am also competing in this contest. If anyone beats my team, I can come in 50th place. So that means the top 1 through 49, they're going to get an extra $5 just for beating my team. This sounds pretty good, right? Well, that's easy money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's take it easy there, because as we know, I am the king over at DraftKings.com. <laughs> well, that should be – that makes it definitely a little interesting there, Bill. I mean, you, well, well, you've, got a, you've got some pressure on you. you. The guys over at DraftKings are rooting for you to do well. They don't want you to be giving up all this cash. 
Well, here's the good news for anyone that's out there listening. I'm going to go ahead and give you my best buys and overpriced players as I do every week. Probably one of uh, the audience's favorite segments of the show. I go through the budgets for all the players over at DraftKings.com, and I basically identify who you'll want on your team, who's a good buy, who's a bad buy, and I plus I give my absolute steals. Todd, last week I hit on all my absolute steals. Torrey Smith. Bilal Powell, and I believe my tight end was Colby Fleener. Three great plays. I probably won a lot of people some money last week. You sure did. You sure did. And um, there's a couple good ones. I've been looking at the list you've come up with for this week, Bill. Some some gold in them hills. And you know what? We're going to get to that a little bit later in the show, but I do want to just warn people that uh, I'm coming for the money this week. I, I want to win. So you're getting $5 extra just by beating me. First place is getting $100, certainly something that you'll want to check out. All the information on how to join that contest is on footballnation.com and ffchamps.com. Todd, what do you say we get into some player news uh, with the quarterbacks, the running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends? A lot of injuries as we're heading into week five. Yes, sir. Let's start with the quarterbacks. How about Terrell Pryor, Bill? He had the concussion. They say he's symptom-free, and as of this radio show, he will play on that late Sunday night game against the Chargers. Uh, were you feeling good about him? Uh, I just don't understand the NFL's policy with concussions anymore. I just I, I don't get it. How can he be symptom-free uh, less than 10 days after suffering the concussion? They need to either come hard and come down hard on these players and teams and say, listen, if you suffer a concussion, minimum, out two games. Doesn't doesn't matter the severity. A concussion is a concussion. So uh, we're going to talk about a tight end in a little bit that also has a concussion. He already has been cleared for, to resume practicing. So I'm not under, I, I just don't understand what, what the NFL is doing with, with this concussion problem. It seems like they're making it worse. Well, yeah, and there's some news yesterday. The book, there's a book coming out. Did you see this? ESPN, um, something to do with the new book coming out where they're talking about the NFL and how they kind of turned a blind eye to the concussions for years and years and years and uh, said that it really, you know, kind of ignored the doctor's reports and all that stuff, which is, you know, interesting news considering everything else that's been going on here with the litigation and everything. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I guess they're going to put Terrell Pryor out there, though, Bill. That's what it looks like. And if he's out there, fantasy-wise, he's not a bad sneaky play if you need some bye week help. No, he's not. Considering the Chargers uh, don't have a very good passing defense, Terrell Pryor can certainly be a player that you plug and play. And then, you know, that late game Sunday night, 1130 Eastern time, you wake up Monday morning and, and hope for the best. Another quarterback in the injury news, as we all know, is Jake Locker, Bill. And, you know, it's kind of good news. They did an MRI on his hip. It re- revealed nothing majorly damaged. Right. Um, he's still going to be out for some time. But, you know, the, there were some initial reports that made it sound really bad. Um, it doesn't seem like that's the case. He will be back. What, what are they still saying, four to eight weeks? Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be – I think originally it was four to eight weeks, and then they cut it down to four to six weeks. Okay. So hopefully he'll be back in a month or so. And it's a shame because he had just started to come on. He was having one of his best games of his career when he got injured. So yeah. so far all the best for Jake Locker. Running backs, Bill, C.J. Spiller. Oh, major disappointment. This is uh, 
Is he going to become like a Darren McFadden type? I, I don't think so, Todd. I think here's the thing with Spiller. If he was playing on, if the if the Bills were playing on Sunday instead of tonight, Thursday night football, I think Spiller would be out there. Right now, he's listed as a game time decision with this ankle injury. Fred Jackson's injured too, his teammate, but they're calling Fred Jackson uh, questionable, and C.J. Spiller is a game time decision. So, in my opinion, I think Spiller sits. I think they the team gives him some time to get healthy because. Because in the preseason, they were talking him up like he was going to be the next Walter Payton or the next Barry Sanders. And he hasn't performed up to their expectations, hasn't performed up to fantasy football uh, managers' expectations. So he needs to get healthy, and he needs to do it quickly. The best way for him to do that is not play Thursday night football against the Browns. Mm. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me there. <laughs> um, I, I just, I'm worried about him moving forward. The red flags are there for me, Bill. You think the injuries are just going to keep popping up? Or, There's just or... a black cloud over C.J. Spiller right now. Mm, and I don't know when it's going to lift. There's just He hasn't hit the end zone yet. We played for a month, a month into the season. The guy hasn't scored a touchdown. Um, Fred Jackson's actually looked decent at times. Fred just... Jackson is one of four players in fantasy football to have over, excuse me, one of four running backs in fantasy football to have at least 10 points every single week. Pretty interesting stat there. Yeah, so I'm a little worried there. Moving over to another running back in the AFC East, Bill. Mr. Ridley, your boy. Not my boy anymore. I cut him short. I cut him off the the boy club. Yeah? Cut him out. Cut ties. Yeah, I did. He's no longer an Enright. No, he's not. Stephen Ridley... Uh, hasn't practiced this week, is a, apparently suffering from a thigh bruise. If he can't go, LeGarrette Blunt and Brandon Bolden will split in the Patriots' backfield. Ridley, another disappointment thus far through the first month of the season. Hmm. All right, moving back to the Oakland Raiders, Bill. You know, Darren McFadden has his injury issues. Marcel Reese has not practiced um, either. Now, Marcel Reese last year, Bill, was a PPR monster when yep. McFadden went down. Remember that? Yeah, he he would catch a, a ton of balls every week, and in a PPR format, he was an outstanding like RB two during the the weeks that McFadden was down. But right now, he and McFadden are both injured. So, what do you make of the Oakland backfield? You know, when it was first reported that both McFadden and Marcel Reese were injured, everyone said that Reese's injury was more serious. But here we are, Thursday. Reese was practicing on Wednesday, McFadden not practicing with the hamstring injury. So everyone that went out and picked up Rashad Jennings this week is scratching their head a little bit because they thought Jennings would be the lone man in the backfield. But right now, it kind of looks like Marcel Reese is going to be in action against the San Diego Chargers on Sunday. Can't say the same for Darren McFadden, though. That is surprising. It sounded like Reese was out for a couple weeks. That That's what the original reports indicated. Yeah. Well, wow, that's interesting. Um, hmm. Well, Jennings was like the number one free agent this week. And, and it kind of looks like a, a wasted pickup at this point. Because, listen, if you said it, Todd. Last year, Marcel Reese was a PPR machine. He had 51, excuse me, 52 receptions. He only got into the end zone two times. But you got to remember that McFadden played for the first six weeks of the season, and then that's when Reese came into action. So he was a waiver wire warrior for a lot of fantasy managers out there. And my guess is everyone rushed to the waiver wire to pick up Rashad Jennings. Marcel Reese is probably available in a lot of leagues right now. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Yep. 
Another messy backfield, Bill, is what's going on in St. Louis. Oh, it's gross. I mean, give the lowdown here because it's just it, – first of all, when all these guys are healthy, it's messy anyway. I mean, yeah. it's, not like, it's not like Steven Jackson's coming out of the tunnel again or Marshall Falk. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, Daryl Richardson, has he done anything to you know, entrust fantasy owners in, in putting him in a lineup ever? You know, right now, Todd, there are four backfields in the NFL that, that I call the Advil. You, you need Advil when, when you're dealing with them because they're such a fantasy headache. You have the Denver Broncos, you have the New England Patriots, you have the New York Giants, and you have the St. Louis Rams. The Rams situation may be the worst out of all four because we don't know who's going to get the ball each and every week. And even when one player does get the ball more than his teammates, they still don't do anything with it. Right now, Darrell Richardson tweeted out to a fan telling him that he's not starting this week. But what the heck does that mean? Maybe he's just not going to play the first series, but he's going to be back in action uh, for the second series. We saw Isaiah Pede was a healthy inactive last week on Thursday Night Football when the Rams were taking on the 49ers. So right now, Darrell Richardson, Isaiah Pede, Benny Cunningham, and Zach Stacy. It's a four-man rotation. One of those running backs are going to be a healthy scratch for week five as the Rams are taking on uh, the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's just a mess. Anyone that has a Rams running back, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even bother using them this week. It's a shame, too, Bill, because let's be honest. Every week, we all look to see who Jacksonville's playing, <laughs> right? When we, when we do our fantasy analysis, Great the point. First, thing, first thing you got to look at is, okay, who's Jacksonville playing this week? Because, you know, any team playing against Jacksonville, obviously, you know, is a good, got some good potential. And then you look at the situation here, Bill, and you can't really recommend anyone. Like no, you, you said, can't. You know? It's just it's too a much shame. of a headache. Yeah, it's a shame. So um, so that's what's going on there. Moving on to the Colts, Bill. Ahmad Bradshaw is not practicing. Look, looks like he'll be out once again. Um, the team is concerned tra- that he may need surgery, Todd. Well, Season-ending surgery. Does this surprise you at all? No, it doesn't surprise me. Um, I've watched Ahmad Bradshaw throughout his entire career. A perennial foot injury uh, and this – this trouble with the neck, it, it seems to be pretty serious now that the team is kind of uh, releasing details that, that he may need season-ending surgery. It's a good thing they traded for Trent Richardson. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know. Matt Bradshaw's the guy that I didn't even target in any league in any draft. I just Neither thought he'd I. be an injury headache. And I guess I was kind of proven right on that one. So, yep. But here's some good news. Eddie Lacy is back, Mr. Bill. Yes, he is. Now, this one I don't mind as much with the concussion because Lacey went down in week three. He missed week four. The team had a buy. Oh, excuse me. The team had a buy in week four, so now he's back in week five. At least he was out for two weeks. Not the yeah. situation with Terrell Pryor or um, some some other players that have been getting concussions. Yeah. When, when he got injured, we kind of figured, you know, he was going to miss a week, and then um, he got injured in week Two Bill. week two. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. and then the next week we all remember James Starks right. jumped into action, and then right. he got hurt right away. And Jonathan Franklin was in in that game, but he missed week two. Right. Had a buy in week. Uh, he got four. injured in week two. Yeah, missed week three. Yep. Buy in week four. Now he's back in week five. So I think you're right. I think he's had ample time to um, the concu- the the bye week came at a good time for the Packers as far as Eddie Lacy's concerned. So it did. I'm, ex- I'm plugging Ray into one of my lineups, Bill. I'm, I'm expecting him to uh, to do something this week. The Packers are playing the Lions, Todd, so that's going to be a lot of offensive fireworks. I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. Totally agree. Moving over to the wide receivers injured, Bill. 
the Patriots. A new name to the mix? Uh-oh. What is going on here? Austin Collie. Speaking of injury-riddled wide receivers, Austin Collie, Bill? I'm a little shocked that the Patriots went out and signed him because I guess the Aaron Dobson injury is a little bit more serious than, than they're letting on right now. But yeah. you're thinking Danny Amendola is coming back. You still have Edelman. Kembrell Tompkins in the mix. Josh Boyce was looking good against the Falcons. Well, what do you need Austin Collie for? Again, this is, I mean, talking about guys that can't stay healthy. I cringe every time Austin Collie catches a football, Bill. He's like Mr. Concussion. Yeah, see, I'm, Why is I'm, he a, still little, I'm a little shocked that he's, right, I'm a little shocked that he's still in the NFL. Uh, it was kind of reported that his season, his career may be over. He hasn't really played, I don't think, the last two years. So it's a little bit shocking to me that, that he's back on with an NFL team. I, I just, you know, I give the guy credit for, you know, toughing it out. But, man, uh, concussions, he's had so many concussions, serious concussions. I think I would have retired. But uh, so we'll see what happens there, uh, what transpires there in New England. Um, just a, another kind of interesting turn of events up there at Foxborough. Uh, speaking of the Patriots, Mr. Bill, Danny Amendola was practicing on Wednesday. Things are finally looking up for him. Yes, it's about time, too, because Amendola was, was widely considered a top 10 wide receiver in a PPR format, hasn't played since week one, and each week we kind of get a little bit closer. You know, he goes from doubtful to questionable. Maybe he's going to be probable this week. We'll see. Malcolm Floyd was placed on the IR, Bill. Not terribly surprising with that neck injury, but just another note to pass along to everyone. Yep. How about how about the Cowboys, Bill? You know, last week they were trying to mount that comeback against the Chargers. Miles Austin was injured. They had rookie Baylor rookie wide receiver Terrence Williams in the game. He fumbles at the one-yard line. He's about to score a touchdown, Bill. He fumbles away the game. And it uh, looks like Miles Austin is out once again. Yes, I don't think Austin's going to be playing this week. He's another player that is constantly injured, not so much with concussions, but his hamstrings are like veal cutlets at this point. Yeah, so they're going to be relying on Terrence Williams. And, you know, again, a little fumbleitis last week yep. for the Cowboys. They're going to need him to step up big because they're going to need to put up a lot of points to keep up with Den- the Den- uh, you know, Denver's crazy offense. So Yeah, they are. The New York Jets' Antonio Holmes is expected to miss a few weeks with a hamstring injury, Bill. Another old veteran who uh, can't stay on the field. You know, it kind of pisses me off with Santonio Holmes because I was ridiculed for never having him inside my top 50 on our rankings at FFChamps.com. He had one good game, and people are, like, going crazy. And I was like, you know, I'm just not trusting him. He plays for the Jets. And now he's out for another three to four weeks. So anyone that didn't listen to my advice just because he had one big game kind of is looking at me now like, oh, maybe he does know what he's talking about. (laughs) You know, there's just guys you stay away from, Bill. You and I have been doing this long enough, and uh, 90% of the time, those guys wind up getting injured again or yep. something bad happens to them. There is that other 10% of the time. I'll, I'll say Doshan Moreno right now. Yeah. kind of proves us a little bit wrong, but even with Doshan Moreno, it's still a messy situation. But, you know, the guys we avoid, typically, uh, it's for the better. I don't. I, I avoid players for reasons. I don't avoid players just because I don't like their name or I don't I like the number totally that they agree. wear. Right. It's past. It's a track record of injuries. Yes, exactly. Of inconsistent performance. Um, you know, there's reasons behind it. We like to make. You know, we like to have a little fun with it on the radio. Right. But there's guys we just totally avoid, and usually as the season goes on, 
the reasons why we avoided them, you know, come to the forefront. There are methods to our madness. Yes. One guy we don't avoid is Eric Deckerville, um, but he looks like he's a little banged up with an ankle injury. He looks like they're going to rest him, but he should play on Sunday, don't we think? Yes. He uh, told reporters that he's going to be out in action. He's going to be in action this week against the Cowboys. Decker's a guy that I think he's on pace for like 1,300 yards and, and 85 receptions, something crazy like that, even though he's behind Demarius Thomas and Wes Welker in terms of targets. It just goes to show it's a, it's a major credit to Peyton Manning that that offense is so good that he just keeps everyone involved. Moving over to the tight ends, Bill, there's a couple guys to talk about. Your man, your favorite tight end in the league, Jermichael Finley. Can't stand this guy. He's another one of those players that I always avoid every year because he's constantly burning fantasy managers. One of those players that just can't stay healthy. Now, the concussion, kind of a random incident only because it's one of those – Injuries where you get hit in the head and, and you're out. You know, it's, it's football is a violent game, but he got injured in week three, stumbled off the field, really looked pretty bad when he was walking off the field, and the team had to buy in week four. So we'll see if he's going to be healthy enough to play in week five. But the news here is that he was cleared to resume practicing. Not that he has started practicing again. He he's just cleared to resume. Resume. Okay, and then another tight end. Every week we talk about him. We have to reserve three or four minutes on every single show for this guy, Rob Gronkowski, Bill. I just don't understand what's going on here, Todd. If the team wanted, if the team knew that he wasn't going to be able to play until after week six, then they could have put him on the pup list and yep. they, they wouldn't have to worry about him. I guess they wanted him in action, wanted him in practice, and maybe had the opportunity to play him if he was healthy enough. But I, I just don't I don't I don't know what is happening with Rob Gronkowski at this point. I don't either. You know, <laughs> um, what I said back in August was with this guy's track record of injuries, put him on the pup list. Yep. You know, get through the first eight games. Now, at the time we were thinking with all the crap going on with Hernandez and Amendola and all the injuries, we were kind of thinking, hey, get through the first eight. Forget fantasy for a second. Get through the first eight games, half of the year, you know, five and three and get Gronk back for the, the stretch run, you know? You don't That's what's him. most important for the Pats. Yeah, and so they decided to not go the pup route, so they basically, you know, he hogged up a roster spot, right? Yep, and could have been Tim Tebow's. I guess week to week they're just trying to wait and see when he's going to be ready to roll, and he just hasn't been ready to roll. So, you know, <laughs> I guess they're still playing it safe with him, which is a good thing, Yeah, you know? for their Super Bowl aspirations. Um, they're not rushing him back, but it's still kind of questionable. Yeah, I guess, Bill, you know, it's just he, maybe he just doesn't look 100%. He just, it's just taking a, lo- a lot longer than they thought. You know, Jason Pierre-Paul of the New York Giants had the same surgery that Gronkowski did a week before Gronk, but he was back in week one, so I'm not sure what the, what the holdup here is with his recovery. Maybe he had some kind of setback that we don't know about. Well, that wouldn't be anything new, Bill. Gronk has had many, many, many setbacks with all his various injury ailments. So I guess we're not – we don't know what's going on with him. I guess that's what we're trying to say, right? We don't know when he's going to play. Not sure. Hopefully by this time you should have a quality backup tight end if you're playing fantasy football and Gronk's on your lineup because, I mean, he hasn't been playing at all. So, you know, maybe you went out and and, and picked up Julius Thomas or or you drafted a backup on draft day. Yeah, well, I I would hope so. (laughs) 
855-478-7030 is the phone number. Again, 855-478-7030. We're going to take Matt from Chicago. Need needs some help setting his lineup in Week 5. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Uh, got a wide receiver question. Um, I need to sit one of these four wide receivers. It's a non-PPR. I need to uh, decide between Des Bryant, Eric Decker, Deshaun Jackson, and Jordy Nelson. Ooh. You only have to sit one of those guys, right? Yes. You got a pretty good string of wide receivers there. Good for you. Um, Non-PPR league, Todd, I think I might sit Eric Decker. I think so as well. He's a little banged up. Uh, We've talked about it at nauseum. Peyton Manning has four awesome targets. He's one of them. You got Deshaun Jackson against the Giants, Bill. That's why you got to really consider Deshaun Jackson this week in non-PPR. Absolutely. He's playing against the Giants. You know, He's a giant killer. Yes, he's he been quiet the last couple of weeks. You can see an explosive performance out of him. He's healthy, too, Bill, which is something you can't always say about Deshaun Jackson this time of year. So yeah. he's one guy. You know, Jordy Nelson, they're back off of a bye week. They're playing the Lions, Bill. We both expect a big performance from Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in that one. So I kind of like Jordy Nelson this week. And Decker, we like Decker, but... You know, a um, little banged up, and he's too many cook, too many uh, chefs in the kitchen in that one, right, Paul? Well, just just given the talent of his re- of of match yeah. receiving core, that he just doesn't need Decker this week. That's a luxury. I would say this: if it, if it, if um, he's looking for a safer play, I think I think Decker is safer than Deshaun Jackson. I don't know. In the non-PPR format, I just think Deshaun is gold this week against the Giants. I'm, I'm not saying not to tip play him. I'm just saying that yeah. Deshaun Jackson is the ultimate boom-bust player. I'll yeah, have 30 yards one week, I'll have 180 the next. Yep. You know, um, where Decker's going to get you 50, 60, 70, 80 yards, you know, he just might not score because of, you know, whoever else might be open in the offense. But um, I'm with you. I would go Deshaun Jackson here, Des Bryant, and Jordy Nelson. What else you got for us, Matt? Uh, that should do it. Thanks. No problem, man. Best of luck in week five. Uh, email radio at footballnation.com. Uh, our, one of our members at ffchamps.com, John M. Shelley, 80, a.k.a. Shelley86. Hey, guys, would you drop Jared Cook for Greg Olson, non-PPR league, Todd? Uh, not yet. No, I'm not making that move either. Although I love Greg Olson's matchup this weekend against the Cardinals. Uh, we but on our, on our rest of the way rankings, we, we have Olsen and Cook neck and neck. I'm expecting a big game out of Jared Cook playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I mean Cook. If you're looking at targets for the season, Cook has um, well, Olsen's right with him. I mean Cook has 32, Olsen has 26, but Olsen's played one less game. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. I'm not ready to to uh, cut ties with Cook yet. No. I just think there's more upside with Cook than with Olsen. We've seen Olsen year after year after year. We kind of know what he's all about. And he is a viable fantasy tight end, no doubt about it. But there's something about Cook, man. He can have those big-time games that Olsen really hasn't proven he can do. Mm, right. So I, I'd, I'd stick it out with Cook a little longer, especially this week. If he's got Cook he's, and they're playing Jacksonville, I mean, you got to play him this week. Got to roll with him. Yeah. Roll with Cook. We're going to take a quick break here on Football Nation, but when we return, 
Big news, DraftKings.com. We're giving out $100 to the winner and also trying to make one of our, our listeners, one of our audience members, the chance to be a fantasy football millionaire. Plus your telephone calls and emails all coming up next right here on Football Nation. Every football fan has a voice at FootballNation.com. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won 100 grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs. FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF Insider, and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com. FootballNation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for die-hard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on FootballNation.com. It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football... You belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. This is Football Nation. All right, welcome back to Football Nation. Bill Enright and Todd DeVries hanging out with you. Todd, I forgot to ask our producer, Josh Deering, how, how's everything going today, Josh? Are we all right in the studio? Are everything looking good? Yeah, everything's looking good on my end. You know, sometimes you just have to speak up when I forgot to mention you. 
Uh, maybe that's I'll what, I'll just turn that's on what my our mic. Other producers do. Uh, yeah, Kevin. That's right. Yeah, I'll start doing that more, guys. Yeah, no problem. Be like, just chime in. Be like, hey guys, I'm here. Just wanted to check in. Want to make sure you guys didn't forget about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For those of us uh, of the audience that, that don't know, Bill, um, Josh is, you know, our studio is in Foxborough Stadium, right, right by the locker rooms of the right. New England Patriots. So, Josh, if you know you see Gronk strolling by, pull him in. We, we need to talk with him. I don't want to pull him too hard. I may hurt something on him. Oh, Whoa, hey now. Got to make sure he's clear to play first. We need, you know what? That's what we need, Bill. We need that exclusive interview with Gronk, like, today. Yeah, good luck. Just, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll be the talk of the fantasy football world. Josh, you know, just grab him. You All know, right. Just, he, just grab him. If bring I see him, him I'll grab him. I'll bring him right in here. I'll put him on headset, and I'll get him on with you guys. And all you guys will get is taking it day by day. Just tell him there's five Playboy models in the studio naked, and I'm sure he'll run right in. Oh, yeah, on that. <laughs> there's actually two in here right now. What? what? Yeah. That's how I roll. Nice. We like that. Hmm. Put, put them on the mic. Oh, uh, they <laughs> don't want to talk. Try, try, oh, they don't want to talk. They're a little shy. They're busy. They're yeah. a little shy, taking their clothes off for a living, a little shy. That's right. <laughs> well, Todd, listen, we got a lot going on today, so let's get back to business at hand. DraftKings.com. We have a very special contest for our members at, F- at FFChamps.com for all our radio listeners at Football Nation. Here's your chance to win $100, and you get a shot at becoming a fantasy football millionaire. There's 50 spots. Every single person who beats my score, I'm playing in the contest. I'm already in there. IMBE3, you can check out the standings, all right? So I'm already locked and loaded with my roster. What's your What's your name again? IMBE3. Oh, B- I get it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so um, every person that beats my score gets a $5 bonus. Plus, you finish in first place, you get $100 and a Fantasy Millionaire Qualifier ticket, which is a $109 value. That's your opportunity to become a Fantasy Football Millionaire. Second place also gets $100. Third place through fifth place gets 25 bucks, and sixth through tenth place gets, I believe, $10. Mm. I mean, that's that's like that's pretty good. Off a ten dollar, like off a ten dollar, uh, no, off a ten dollar bet. Well, I also think it's good for um, people that are new to DraftKings.com. It, it to gets them familiar. Get their feet wet, you know. Right. You get your feet wet. Get understand the the format, and pretty darn good chance to win at least win back your money. And then and on top of that, beat Bill. I mean, you know you're going to beat Bill. So, so there you go. I like the way you set this up, Mister Bill. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I said ten dollars for sixth through tenth. It's actually twenty bucks, Todd. So you're doubling your money by finishing in tenth place. And there's only fifty spots. So what's the math on that? What's the person that finished in tenth out of fifty? Like the top twenty percent? Yes, twenty percent. Right. Very good. Yeah, that was quick math without a calculator. I mean, listen, it's 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 not that hard to do. And I'm and I'm gonna help. We're gonna help you out right now by going over our best buys and overpriced players. So again. Go to footballnation.com, go to ffchamps.com. The entry fee is only $10. There's 50 spots, I believe, right now. Uh, we have 45, 45 open spots, so five people have yeah, already just, signed up for this just week. opened up, yep. It just opened up like an hour ago, so it's filling up fast. All right, so, Todd, every week we like to go over the best buys and the overpriced players based on the budget or based on the asking price for the players. You get 50000 fake dollars. And you have to set a lineup of a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, 
one tight end, a flex, a defense, and a kicker. Right. So it comes out to, if you do the math, and I know you're terrible at math, Bill. Awful. It comes out to an average salary of $5,555 per player. So that's kind of your baseline, right? You need to average that salary for this team. So keep that in mind when we go through these salaries. Right, exactly. All right, so let's go over to the best by quarterback list. I have Matt Stafford versus the Green Bay Packers, one of the worst passing defenses in the league. Colin Kaepernick ripped them to shreds. RG3 had a great game against them. So I'm expecting Matthew Stafford to put up some major points against the Packers. He'll cost you $8,000 this week. Yeah, not not terrible when you consider Peyton Manning is at 11000 Exactly. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find you some valuable players to use this week. I think Stafford... It, for the for the amount of money and 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 based on his productivity or, or projected productivity, he, he's going to be pretty good. Another one, Bill, that I know you like is Mister Vic going against the Giants in what could be a shootout with two defenses that are just terrible. Love Mike Vic this week. I think he's going to absolutely be lights out against the New York Giants. Even against the Broncos last week, Vic still got it done. Expect some more rushing yards from Vic this weekend. Maybe even a rushing touchdown. Um, I, I certainly think that's within the realm of possibility here. Here's the deal with Vic. We've talked about it all off season, Bill. As long as he's healthy, he is a very high-quality fantasy quarterback. Right now he's and, number four in standard scoring leagues. Yes, he, and he's still healthy. Now, we don't think he's going to be healthy all year, so ride him while he's, while he's on the field. Yep. And, you're, you know, you're right here. Um, it looks like he's maybe the 7th or 8th ranked quarterback here at DraftKings. So the salary, you know, not terrible. And he's got the potential to have a boom week. So I'm with you on that one. All right, moving on to Eli Manning versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants' defense is bad. The Eagles' defense is bad. That's a recipe for fantasy football success. Eli Manning will cost you $7,300 this week at DraftKings. Yep. And who's your absolute steal for the quarterbacks? Absolute steal of the week. I can't believe he's so low, Todd. Tom Brady versus the Cincinnati Bengals is only costing you 8000 bucks. Tom Brady. Tom Terrific. Now, he's behind Cam Newton, behind Phillip Rivers, uh, just above Russell Wilson. So I think for the money, Tom Brady is an excellent option. Yeah, you don't usually see him uh, with such a low salary. Now, part of that is they're going on the road against uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals, who've got a decent defense. But Tom seems to get it done week after week. The running back situation's a mess. You know, he'll he'll get it done. Amendola could be back. So uh, I'm with you there, Ben. I think that Tom Brady could uh, outperform his salary. All right, let's go over to the overpriced quarterbacks. I'm going to name three of them here. Drew Brees, I know he had a great game on Monday night, but you know what? Now he's playing against the Chicago Bears, one of the best defenses in the league. 9100 bucks, just too expensive for Drew Brees. Matt Ryan, Monday night football against the New York Jets will cost you $8,300. In my opinion, the Jets still have one of the best passing defenses in the league. Look for Matty Ryan to not perform up to his budget level, up to his asking price in this one. And then finally, Alex Smith, $7,100 versus Tennessee Titans. Look for a low-scoring game in that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Alex Smith and Eli Manning have basically the same salary. Yeah. And, you know, Eli's up against the Eagles and Alex Smith against the Titans. I think, you know, the deal with, especially with Matt Ryan and Alex Smith, is those games could be ugly games. You know, certainly Falcons, can be. Jets, I mean, the Jets, whoever the Jets play, typically the games are pretty ugly. You know? Yeah. 
they're not like fantasy feasts. So I'm with you there. How about some um, best buy running backs, Bill? A cowboy makes the list. DeMarco Murray, only 6,300 bones against a overrated Denver uh, Broncos defense, in my opinion. I think they're overrated. I totally agree with you, Todd. I'm looking up the stats right now because the Denver Broncos have given up, uh, I believe it's the a top 15 in terms of fantasy points allowed. They have allowed at least one touchdown, one rushing touchdown, to opposing running backs every single game this season. DeMarco Murray, a top 10 back this week in my mind for $6,300. You can't get much better than that. I like it. How about Eddie Lacy? We talked about him earlier in the show, Bill. Kind of forgotten, all right? He's a rookie. Right? He had a decent week one against the tough uh, 49ers defense. He gets hurt at the beginning of week two and uh, kind of forgotten, the forgotten man. Now he's back in the mix, and his salary is pretty tasty. $5,600 for Eddie Lacy going up against the Detroit Lions that are allowing the fourth most fantasy points. You got the Steelers, the Rams, the Jaguars, and then the Lions are right there inside the top five for most points allowed to opposing running backs. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. All right, another one that you like best by Lamar Miller, Bill, against the Ravens this week. $5,000 even is his salary right now. And Lamar Miller came alive on Monday night. you got to wonder, Bill, if the Saints hadn't gotten up so large on the Dolphins, whether Lamar Miller might have had a huge game because they had to abandon the run and start throwing it. You know, maybe some people are worried about the Baltimore Ravens defense, but not me, Todd. I saw the Buffalo Bills running back, C.J. Spiller and Fred Jackson, run for over 170 yards against the Ravens last week. Uh, And they also had a rushing touchdown. So I'm not scared about the Baltimore defense this week. I'm going in on Lamar Miller. You know, guys that have a higher salary than Lamar Miller, just, just so you know, Ridley, Jonathan Franklin. Like, you know what I mean? So they've devalued um, Lamar Miller here, and I don't, I'm with you. I don't agree with it. They're at home too, Bill. It's not like they have to go to Baltimore. They're, they're in the yep. friendly confines of southern Florida. So I like that pick a lot. Who's your best buy? Absolute steal running back this week. This one may may make people scratch their heads, but I'm telling you, this is the week it's going to happen. David Wilson versus the Philadelphia Eagles comes at an asking price of $4,200. Todd, in my mind, he's a top 15 running back this week. You can't beat this price. David Wilson is going to get a lot of carries for the New York Giants this week. They cut Darrell Scott, who was playing 50% of the snaps before his release. David Wilson is going to get a whole lot of carries in the Giants' backfield. I know that offensive line is playing terribly, but the fact of the matter is the Eagles' defense isn't that isn't isn't going to make a difference in this game just because the Giants' offensive line is bad, okay? You have two bad teams going at it against each other this weekend, and that usually means a lot of offense. So I'm all in on David Wilson. Here's the deal, Bill. In these the daily money, uh, daily fantasy games, you can play it safe or you can play to win. David Wilson is the play to win play. You know what Absolutely. I mean? 100%. Uh, he, he, if he fumbles on the first series, you might not see him the rest of the game. <laughs> However, if he plays like he should against this Eagles defense, Bill, he's going to break a big one. The Eagles safeties are the worst safeties I've ever seen. They cannot tackle. They simply <laughs> cannot tackle. If he can break through the first level of defense, and he's up against one of those secondary guys for the Eagles, yeah. he's gone. He's yeah. going to score, and it's going to be a long touchdown. So, I'm totally with you on this one. I think this is it's make or break time for David Wilson. The matchup couldn't be any better, and the salary here at DraftKings.com is perfect. I'm all in with you on David Wilson this week. 
Now I know that I know my absolute steal. Sometimes you're you're a little bit worried about him, but I'm telling you, David Wilson is a perfect running back this week. I, I totally agree. How about some overpriced running backs, Bill? I'm going to run them off. You give me your analysis. Trent Richardson playing the Seahawks, yet his salary sixty three hundred bucks. Chris Johnson against the undefeated Chiefs, really good defense there in Kansas City, fifty six hundred bucks. And Jonathan Franklin, I mentioned him earlier, the backup running back for the Packers. Plays the Lions, but his salary is pretty pretty high, fifty three hundred bucks. Now with Trent Richardson, I think he's going to be a quality running back too this week for you know your typical redraft fantasy leagues. But for sixty three hundred dollars, I, I just think there are better options out there. So his price is just is far over what sure. what I think he's going to produce. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, that's the beauty of daily fantasy is you re rank them every week. Right, you know, you make a whole new team every week. So yeah, we like Trent Richardson moving forward, but just not this week, not for that. Chris, Chris Johnson, you said it, playing against a really good defense, and then Jonathan Franklin. I, I don't know what they're thinking with him. Fifty three hundred dollars. David Wilson's uh, eleven hundred dollars less than him. A uh, couple guys that are with Jonathan Franklin, like he's over Maurice Jones Drew, more than Lamar Miller, more than uh, D- David Wilson and D'Angelo Williams. I don't know why he's so high in this in this uh, format this week. I'm telling you why. It's because they for- Eddie Lacy's a forgotten man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're underestimating Eddie Lacy, so uh, that's the deal. Moving over to the wide receivers, Bill. Best buys at the wide receiver position. You got four best buys plus an absolute steal. Who you got? All right, so I got Wes Welker as one of the players that I'm using each and every week. Remember, Todd, DraftKings.com, full point PPR. So get Welker in your lineups. He's going to cost you a little bit, $7,200, but he's well worth it. I think Jordy Nelson versus Detroit Lions is also a good price. $7,000 for Nelson going up against the uh, Lions in that game should be a shootout for the NFC North rivalry. And then Torrey Smith was my absolute steal last week, came up in a big way. I think he'll do the same against the Miami Dolphins, $6,200 for Smith. And then Cecil Shorts playing against the St. Louis Rams. Listen, I know Justin Blackman is back. I think that'll actually help our boy Cecil. So for Cecil Shorts being only $5,700, can't ask for a better deal with him. But my absolute steal of the week, Todd, Dwayne Bowe of the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he's finally getting some love from Andy Reid in the play calling. The Tennessee Titans aren't that good when it comes to stopping the number one wide receiver on a team. So that's why I like Dwayne Bowe this week, $5,300 for over the Dwayne Bowe. Yeah, here's the deal. Um, I, I kind of, while you were breaking down those players, I was looking at how they're ranked. Again, now again, rankings don't really matter. It's all salary. Right. But they're ranked, the guys you just mentioned are ranked 10th in a full PPR, 10th, 14th, 18th, 23rd, and 29th amongst other wide receivers on their salary cap list. 10, 14, 18, 23, 29. So you're, you're really finding some good value there. Those are some big names, Bill. Um, I mean, how is Torrey's every week? Torrey Smith is under undervalued in this in this format. He's number yeah, eighteen I, this week. You know, Joe Flacco just comes down to that. Joe Flacco doesn't have anyone else to throw to, so that's why I know Torrey Smith's going to put up points. I don't care if it's only four for one hundred and seventy-five and two touchdowns, as long as he's getting into the into the end zone twice and he's putting up those one hundred seventy-five yards. The receptions don't matter with Torrey Smith. The yardage and the TDs do. I don't understand how Wes Welker is number ten overall in a full point PPR. Uh, you know that's that's to me, to me that's one of the first players I put into my lineup. I mean, he's you know Deshaun Jackson, we love him, but he's not a PPR guy, and they have him above. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't understand it. <laughs> but Some of the guys above Dwayne Bowe, Mike Wallace, Brian Hartline, Nate Washington, uh, um, Steve Smith, Hakeem Nix. Yeah. I, I, right. Yep. Marlon Tavon Austin, right? Yep. They're all in that same zone. So, um, I like it. Those are some good plays there, Bill. Now, Dwayne Bowe, you know, uh, he's a guy that uh, doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies. I've been telling right. you that all season. However, the price is right, baby. Number 29. Yeah. The matchup is right and the price is right. Um, sometimes you got to pull the trigger on those. If you're playing this to win. You're not playing this not to lose. If you were playing this not to lose, Bill, you know, you're just playing it safe with guys. And that's not a way to win the the, the major cash here. So, um, I'm with you. Who are the overpriced wide receivers this week? All right, guys, I'm staying away from Andre Johnson versus the 49ers, $7,100. Danny Amendola, we don't even know if he's going to play, and if he does play, how long is he going to stay in action before he gets injured again versus the Cincinnati Bengals, 6700 bucks. Marquise Colston playing against the Bears, $6,200. And then I said it before, Nate Washington, $5,600 against the Chiefs. No way staying away from all four of those run, uh, wide receivers. Yeah, Nate Washington. I mean, here's, here's a guy that has like two or three big games all year, every year. Right. And he had one last week. What are the chances he does it again with a new quarterback? Very slim. I totally agree. Tight ends, Bill. Best buys. You got three best buys and a steal. And your steal might have a familiar ring to it if you listened last week. Uh, I'll rattle off your three guys, and then you can provide the steal. Sure. Antonio Gates, best buy versus the Raiders, $6,000. Greg Olson versus the Cardinals, great matchup there, $5,000. And Orange Julius, Bill. Julius Thomas, Denver Broncos, tight end against the Cowboys, forty five hundred bucks. Love all three of those guys, but no one's better than Colby Fleener versus the Seattle Seahawks this week. Right now, the Seahawks are struggling on the road and against tight ends. We saw Garrett Graham of the Houston Texans get into the end zone against the Seahawks last week. Hundred and forty one yards to opposing tight ends last week versus Seattle and the Seahawks in Texans matchup. So Colby Fleener, the only tight end for the Colts, I think he's going to get a lot of action. $4,300. That might be my absolute steal of the week. Mm. Yeah, Out of all ranked. positions, Colby Fleener. Yep, he's ranked 12th on their tight end list here. It's get him in. Frame of reference. Yeah, put him in there. Um, overpriced tight ends, Bill. Jason Witten versus the Broncos. $6,300 will be the cost there. Vernon Davis against the Texans. He got into the end zone last week, Bill, but he didn't catch <laughs> at many other balls. What, he had two catches, I think? Yeah. Uh, versus the Texans, $5,400. And Brandon Myers, the Giants tight end versus the Eagles, 4,100 bones. Now, here's the thing about Jason Witten. I actually think he's going to have a pretty good game, but he's the second highest uh, tight end this week in, in terms of, of the asking price, $6,300. You have Jimmy Graham at number one. $8,400, which is crazy. And then you have Jason Witten right behind him at number two. So that's why I'm staying away from Witten. I just think his, his price is just too high. Yeah, I can see it, though. In a full-point PPR, I can see him being somewhere in that, that range. But uh, I'm with you. He's a little high, and there's some better options down lower in the zone, so to speak. So I'm with you there, man. That wraps right. it up, right? That's that's the list. That's it. So, again, I'm giving you my best buys and my overpriced players, and you're competing against me. It's like showing you the test before you have to take it. It's like showing you the answers before you have to take the test is what I meant to say. The entry fee, only $10. The prize breakdown, first place is getting $100. 
and a fantasy football millionaire qualifying ticket worth up to $109 in value. Second place is also getting 100 bucks. Third through fifth place, $25. And sixth through tenth place is $20. There's only 50 spots. So I think I'm going to reload this page. Let's see how many we All right, there's only 45 spots left. Go to footballnation.com. Go to ffchamps.com. You'll see how you can enter this contest. Um, playing against me, if you beat my score, you get an extra $5 just for beating me. How about that? You can't find a better So basically deal. what you're saying is the top 10, you just rattled off all the prizes. You can yeah. add 5 bucks to all those because you're not you're not finishing in the top 10. I don't know, Todd. I don't know. You're not. Mike? My account balance is pretty good right now, my man. Nah. But again, I, I'd, I'd rather see—I'd rather see our audience members win <laughs> than me take home money. So I, I'm hoping for people to beat me. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Eight five five four seven eight seven zero three zero is the phone number. We're going to take some calls for the next couple of minutes. We're going to go to Josh in Virginia as a question about his flex. What's going on, Josh? How can we help you this week? What's going on, guys? It's uh, it's really uh, going to be a tough week for me. I'm two and two right now. I've been playing a lot of high scoring teams lately, and now I'm uh, playing with that juggernaut right here. This guy's been like jumping out of the bushes left and right with a skull pack of beer and just trade raising everyone. So it's really going to be no fun for me. But uh, I need to hit a home run this week, and my question is: with where is this Joe playing the way he has? I know he's had the hamstring injury, but this week he's playing a uh, really rested Carolina Panthers defense. I mean, they've had two weeks to prepare for these guys. And uh, I'm just not so sure about him. I mean, I got Josh Gordon in my flex. I'm also starting Randall Cobb and LaShawn McCoy and Trent Richardson, the running back. But I'm not quite sure what to do. If Gronk travels with the team, I want to start him um, in my flex alongside Gordon Cameron and maybe promote Josh Gordon ahead of Larry Fitzgerald as my wide receiver, too. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm I'm more – I don't start – I don't bench my studs. To me, Larry Fitzgerald is still a stud. I'm putting him in my lineup. I heard you say Randall Cobb, and I heard you say Josh Gordon. You can only play three of those guys, or you can only play two of those guys? What, what's your deal? Well, I'm playing uh, three of them right now, but the thing is, if Rob Winkowski travels with the team, if he happens to become active on Sunday, since I'm really in need of a home run, I'm thinking of uh, starting him in my flex for him, so the tight end there also. This is a half-point TPR. Um, and then uh, just maybe playing Josh Gordon over fits. I mean, I might regret it. I can't actually even believe I'm asking this question. But, so that's, you know, Josh Gordon's playing a Buffalo defense, and, you know, I'm not so sure about Fitzgerald. He's kind of let me down the last couple of weeks. You got it, Bill. So, basically, it's basically almost a flex question. You know? So, Fitz or, if, Fitz or Gronk? Yeah, if Gronk plays, you know, Fitz or Gronk, basically, or, or Cam, you know, Cameron as well. You know, he's got to play two of those three, one in the tight end slot and one in the flex. Well, Cameron's in. You have to play Cameron because you don't want to risk not playing Cameron, and you put Gronk into your tight end spot, and then Gronk doesn't play. So you right, have but he's to play. That he's gonna. He says if you know Gronk travels with the team on Saturday, then he knows he's gonna play and he's gonna put him in. Yeah, but Cameron's playing on Thursday night football. You have to put him in tonight. Ah, good point. Yeah, so Cameron has to be in your lineup. I don't think. Listen, you're looking for a home run. I don't know if Gronk's gonna be able to give it to you, even if he's playing. We haven't seen him yet this year. We don't know his health status. My guess is, he, even if he does is active, he's about maybe eighty percent healthy. Otherwise, we'd know for sure if he was going to be active already. So, to me, Gronk is not the home run home run threat. Larry Fitzgerald is the home run threat this week. Right on. So that's where yeah. I'm going. Yeah, 
All right, Austin. Yeah, this guy is uh, he's just he just went off. He's starting Tony Romo, Marshawn Lynch, Reggie Bush, Des Bryant, Calvin Johnson, Penny Gonzalez, Andre Johnson, the Seahawks, and Matt Bryant at kicker. Okay. So, yeah, I <laughs> need all the help I can get, man. But love the site, love the subscription, man. You guys help me out actually a lot with him in four weeks this year. So thank you so much, man. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Josh. Go ahead with Larry Fitzgerald. I don't think that Rob Gronkowski is going to play this week. It doesn't seem like he's going to be in action. Even if he travels with the team, to me, he's doubtful, and they're not going to rush him back to play against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm tired of speculating on Gronk. I'm not yeah. even going to. I'm not going to speculate anymore until he's on the field. I'm, I'm sick and tired of every week we try to guess on Thursday. It, it's impossible. I'm just going to wait till he plays a stinking game, see how he looks, and then I'll make my assessment from there. Um, I only have him on one of my rosters, and I don't really need him anyway, you know, for the time being. So I'm just kind of stashing him. But um, I'm just, you know, who knows? I mean, Bill, to your point though, why would they play him if he's only eighty percent? Isn't the whole point that they want him to be a hundred percent at this point? I mean, they, they've waited f- forever. Well, that, that's why I don't think he's going to be in action, and I don't. That's why I don't think he'll be the home run threat. You know, our Josh was looking for a home run threat, and I don't think Gronk can do that this week. Here's, but here's what I'm trying to say, though. A little bit different um, theory, I guess. I mean, most injuries in the NFL, you got to get back on the field as, as quickly as you can if you're about 80%, right? Mm-hmm. you got to play. I think Grock's different. I think because of his injury history, because of the way they've handled him all offseason, I think they really want him to be as close to 100% as possible when he comes back. Agreed. I think that's why there's this delay. I think he could have played the last couple of weeks if they wanted to. I just think that they, they're, it's like different than the majority of injuries in this league. I think that they're waiting for him to be close to 100%. And then when he plays, I think he's going to be lights out. I think he's going to be phenomenal. You know what I mean? I don't think, he's gonna, I don't think they're going to be limiting him at all once he's out in the field. But when's he going to be out in the field? That's the question. Todd, we got an interesting question on Twitter. You can follow Todd at CFF Geek. I am at Bill Enright. You can follow the official Football Nation Twitter handle at FBallNation. Very interesting tw- trade question, I, and I wanted to bring it up on radio. I didn't want to just respond to him uh, without talking to you about it first, Todd. Uh, our guy Mike Clinton, M. Clinton, eighty-three, has a trade question in a PPR league. He would be trading away Peyton Manning, Stevie Johnson, and Emmanuel Sanders, and he'd be receiving Tom Brady, Julio Jones, and C.J. Spiller. Now, I know the second half of the trade seems like explosive players you're getting brady you're getting julio you're getting cj spiller but the caveat to me is are you willing to trade away Peyton manning at this point <laughs> uh do we know anything else about his league just that it's a full point ppr i mean do we know what it, we don't know his wide receivers no um, other than he has stevie J, right and emmanuel sanders and so he's Sanders. making a big upgrade. Stevie Johnson and Emmanuel Sanders, their production doesn't equal what Julio Jones can do. C.J. Spiller, I think he's getting a buying low on, on, a, on a talented running back, although he's hurt right now. But to me, it just comes down to I don't think I'm trading away Peyton Manning. He's just too good this year. He's going to have over 50 touchdowns. He's going to break a lot of records. I'm, I'm not trading him away. Do we know his record? No. Like, is he in desperate straits somehow? Todd, we only have 140 characters here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think I would trade Manning. It's, it's, that's just, he could, have, he could have the greatest, you know, season in fantasy football history. Right? Possibly. Yeah, I, that's, that's what I think. The question becomes this. Then this, these, these are the whispers you're starting to hear in the national media, Bill, okay? 
Yeah, it was September. The weather's been nice. What's going to happen when it gets cold in Denver? Yeah. That's what you're starting to hear already about the Peyton Manning doubters. Um, you know, when he was in Indianapolis, he played in a nice dome, perfect conditions, blah, blah, blah. So I guess that's the the counter argument to this is that, um, you know, Manning, how will he look? There's no way he can keep up this pace, right? I mean, he's not going to throw 64 touchdown passes. So he's going to He might slightly, throw 50. He might throw 50, but he's going to slightly downgrade. Um, he will play in nastier conditions. I mean, that is a fact than what he's played in so far, yep. and that can't help him. Tom Brady, on the other hand, I mean, he's kind of – he's a, he should be – his value should be increasing at each and every week as Amendola gets back, as Gronk gets back. We know Brady can get it done in the conditions. So you got one quarterback that's going to slightly downgrade, one that's going to, I think, upgrade tremendously. Uh, but all that being said, Bill, you're talking about trading away Peyton Manning right now. That is – that's tough to do. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I just think Peyton Manning is going to be the fantasy football MVP this year, and I want him on my team. Plain and simple as that. Yeah, not knowing anything else about Mike's team here, uh, I agree with you. Now, if his team is just awful, every, everything else is terrible, then I, you know maybe I take a closer look at this. I mean, Stevie J and Emmanuel Sanders are garbage. Yeah, that's if, true. If the rest of his lineup is garbage, other than Manning, then, you know, now he's got three capable guys in for one, then maybe it makes sense. But um, just on paper, just looking at it, I probably wouldn't do this trade. All right, let's go take a quick break, Todd. When we return, we're going to take your emails, radio, footballnation.com. Also, more of your phone calls, 855-478-7030. Plus, we'll take a look at some of the Week 5 matchups in the NFL. More Football Nation coming up right after this. Football, football, and more football at footballnation.com. You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at collegefootballgeek.com. That's who. Collegefootballgeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At collegefootballgeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part, it's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league, or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com footballnation.com is all football all the time it's a one-stop shop for die-hard football fans to get their football fix nfl college football fantasy football news analysis videos articles and podcasts you'll find it all on footballnation.com it's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. 
build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football, you belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won 100 grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. This is Football Nation. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright bring you the latest trends from the NFL. Headlines, stats, fantasy previews, and more right here on Football Nation. All right, welcome back, Football Nation. Bill Enright, Todd DeVries hanging out with you. Just getting started, really. We have a whole other hour of the show to go. 855-478-7030. We're going to take a lot of calls this uh, this hour and also try to help people out with their fantasy football lineups through email. You can email us radio at footballnation.com. Let's go to the emails now, Todd. Padre Paul, our good friend out there in the Twin Cities. What is the Twin Cities? Minneapolis? Mm-hmm. What's the other city? What, what's the twin part? St. Paul. Oh, St. Paul. Yeah, thanks, Josh. I know Josh, I know Josh to the rescue. The, Josh to the, the rescue. geography question. I've never been to uh, Minnesota. Or Minneapolis. I've been to the airport once. No. How, how close is St. Louis? Is it really close? St. Paul? Yeah, St. Paul. What did I say? St. Louis? I've never been up there either, bud. So, I don't know. All right, anyway, Padre Paul in the Twin Cities wants to know. He's in a 12-team league. He tells us he's in 17 leagues, Todd. What? That's, that's more than me, and I'm in 12. So, Padre Paul leagues. in 17 leagues. Good for you, Padre. I'm impressed. Very impressed. Uh, anyway, he has Adrian Peterson as his top back. He's doing just fine, 4-0. Uh, 12-team league, PPR, uh, and his question is going forward, what do you think about picking up Mike Goodson for some more depth and dropping either Rashad Jennings uh, or, or some of his other running backs? Mike Goodson, to me, Todd, just a troublemaker. It was four-game four suspension because he got arrested in New Jersey with guns and drugs. He's not in football shape. To me, the Jets' backfield is really Bilal Powell's and, if anything, Chris Ivory's. Mike Goodson, not even on my radar. Yeah, I'm not – he doesn't He doesn't move the needle for me either, Bill. Um, I mean, it sounds like he has some dead weight. You know, he has Rashard Jennings, and um, he may or may not be an impactful play this week. We talked about it earlier with Reese, surprisingly, could be playing now. But, you know, so he's basically – it sounds like he's got, like, a, a, a spot that he can improve on his roster. Right. And we always – you know, all of us are in that situation most weeks where there's one spot. You're like, ah, this is dead weight, you know. So it looks like he's trying to reach for somebody out there. Um, I'm not reaching for Goodson. The move I would make here, if I was Padre Paul, I would trade Rashad Jennings to whoever owns Darren McFadden. That's the it, move. It, <laughs> But what if Reese is like we just talked about Reese possibly being the guy? Hey, listen, the McFadden owner might not know that. <laughs> That's true. 
Who, let's, why don't we help um, Paul out this way? Padre Paul. Who else could you reach for at the running back position? I mean, I'm thinking like Andre Ellington, like guys like that. Oh, oh like someone like a flyer? Yeah, I mean, Goodson's a flyer, right? Yeah, but no, I don't think Goodson's a flyer. I think Goodson's not even fantasy relevant this year. Okay. Um, But he has that weight. Maybe you pick up Shane Vereen. Maybe you go after someone like Andre Ellington, who you mentioned. Maybe you take a flyer on Kenyon Barner, who who was practicing in full this week. Jonathan Stewart still not uh, back from the pup list with the ankle injury. So maybe uh, Kenyon Barner is a guy that starts to get a little bit more work with D'Angelo Williams down there in Carolina. Can uh, I, someone, can yeah, I throw ahead. a name out there? This this might be a couple of weeks early, but you heard it here first. I'm hearing whispers that um, the backup to LaShawn McCoy might not be Bryce Brown for much longer. Really? Be Why? Could be Chris Polk. The coaches really like Chris Polk. Bryce Brown um, doesn't hit the holes. He keeps bouncing everything outside. He's got the huge fumbling problem. Um, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying Chris Polk could, over time, be the backup to LaShawn McCoy. Just keep him on your radar, Padre Paul. I wouldn't reach for him yet. I think we're a couple weeks early of that possibly materializing. Mm-hmm. Um, just throwing it out there, Bill. But since we're talking about reaches, super reaches. All right, Padre Paul goes on to say, unrelated, I had high hopes for Danny Amendola, even though I knew the risks. I have Edelman as well. Once Amendola is back, should I drop Edelman from the roster and use that to get someone like Justin Blackman or perhaps Robert Woods? What do you think about that, Todd? PPR? Um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, man. See, this is the, this is the situation. If you if you've got Amendola and you have Edelman kind of as his handcuff, so to speak, a wide yeah. receiver handcuff, right. which is very odd. What do you do? Because is Amendola going to play the rest of the year? Probably I'm, not. I'm, I'm keeping it right. I'm going to keep Edelman. I'm going to keep situation. him too, especially if it's PPR. Uh, Andrew from Cali, Austin Collie just got signed by the Patriots. Yes, he did. We went over that earlier. Is he worth the pickup? Would you drop someone like Aaron Dobson or Kendall Wright? You know, this this drives me a little crazy. People start seeing, like, a name like Austin Colley, and they remember his one year with the Colts when he had a big when he had a big performance. I believe Peyton, that was Peyton Manning's last year with the Colts. Austin Colley, at this point, listen, he wasn't on an NFL team for the first four weeks of the season. How much do you really think he's going to produce? Uh, yeah, he's with the Patriots, but not dropping Kendall Wright. Maybe I'm dropping Aaron Dobson because that's why they signed Colley, but I'm not going crazy to, to go after uh, – go after Austin I'm with you I'm with you here if he has Aaron Dobson I would dump Dobson for him but uh, just you know on the off chance that Kali actually does something but I, I think you and I both agree that Kali's not uh, some guy that everyone in your league is going to go out and try to grab 855-478-7030 we're going to go to Ali in Florida what's going on man how can we help you today hey Yo, uh, I had a quick question for you all right what's up um, assuming I start Powell ahead of MJD full point PPR as my running back, I need to pick two out of the following four: Vernon Davis, Dwayne Bowe, Cecil Short, and Jones Drew. I'm starting Jones Drew this week. This is this is the uh, this is the the last chance I'm giving Jones Drew this season. If he can't get it done against the St. Louis Rams, who have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league, he can't get it done against anybody. So I'm putting MJD in the lineup. 
I'm a little bit worried about Vernon Davis. That hamstring injury, hopefully he's a little bit healed now that he's had 10 days to recover since he last week played on Thursday night. Uh, who were your other options? Cecil Shorts? And Dwayne Bow. <sighs> Todd, are you are you pouring Vernon Davis in against the Texans? What is it again? Was it full point PPR? Yes, full point PPR. Are you, you agree with me? You're going with MJD. I mean, this is it. You use him this week, and if he produces good, if not, you, you never have to worry about him again. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, the matchup is there. It's kind of like it's all lining up for him to have some fantasy relevance this week, isn't it? Right. I mean, I hope. Uh, so the question is, who who would your second choice be? Vern, Bo, or Shorts? Full point PPR. Uh, I'm going to go with Shorts and Bo. Leave Vernon Davis on the, on the bench. No, 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 no. Which one? If you're putting MJD in there, he's only got one other spot, right? No, I got uh, – no, there's actually three out of these five. Yeah, so I'm leaving – so I'm leaving Vernon Davis out. I'm putting MJD, uh, Cecil, and Dwayne Bowe in the lineup. Okay, so what about Powell? You'd leave Powell out then? Oh, I thought you said you're, you're, you're using Powell. Right, well, I have to pick one running back, and then I have two out of the other four That's players. That's what I'm saying, but oh, he's got okay, to pick two okay. of those four. If All right, Powell's well, I'm putting in. Powell and MJD are in. Yes. I'm okay. leaving I'm leaving Vernon Davis out, and now we have to pick one of Dwayne Bowe and Cecil Shorts. Neck and neck on the FFCPI. That's our rankings at FFChamps.com. They're 18 and 19 this week, both with the same score in the same tier. Do you really want to start two players from the Jaguars? My guess is no, so I'm going to go with Dwayne Bow. Makes sense. Thanks, guys. No problem, Ollie. Thanks for calling in. 855-478-7030. Our boy, Jag, in Connecticut. What's going on, Jag? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm doing okay. How are you? We're doing great, my man. How can we help you today? Uh, I think I, I myself, I'm in 15 leagues, so. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a question on 15, the running back. 15 uh, leagues, you, you said? Danny Woodhead or Joy Bell. Jack, you said you were in 15 leagues? That is correct. Are, is that, are they all for money? Uh, yeah. I think uh, uh, four of them are the PPR and 11 or uh, 10 of them are in uh, regular leagues, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of leagues, my man. Oh, How do you have man. time for something like that? Are you in any leagues with Padre Paul? No. No? 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 Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. He's in 17 leagues. Jag's in 15 leagues. Holy cow. Some, some All right, so there. his question, Bill, uh, was Woodhead or Joyke Bell, and is that a PPR league? Regular league. Regular standard scoring, Bill. Woodhead or Joyke? I, I like Danny Woodhead if it was a PPR, but since it's not, I'm going to go with Joyke Bell. Okay. Uh, I have uh, – I can ask you, but one more question. Is Julius Thomas or Jason Witten, regular league? Julius Which Thomas or who? Jason Witten. Oh, Jason Witten. I'm going to go with uh, Jason Witten. Okay. Um, I have a question. On the wide receiver, uh, do you want me to start Jeff Gordon over uh, Nelson, Demetrius Thomas, and Wes Welker? No so, way. Okay. Jordy Nelson over Josh Gordon. Yes, okay. absolutely. Uh, in the defenses, uh, I have Kansas City and Cincinnati. In the For the rest of the year, who should I keep? Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yep. Kansas okay, City. and then do you want for this week? Do you think I should? Uh, I have uh, Browns, Cleveland Browns. Do you want me to pick them up for this week? Uh, who are you dropping? Uh, Cincinnati, and then pick uh, pick the Browns for this week. Browns, you have to do it tonight because the Browns are playing the Bills Thursday yeah, night yeah, football. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, go for it. Okay, uh, for the rest of the year, Baltimore or Houston? I have both of the defense.
keep them. Baltimore or Houston for the rest of the year? Go with uh, Houston. Okay. All right, Jag, we appreciate the call. Good luck in your Thanks 15 leagues. That. Holy crap, Todd. 15 leagues. Listen, I'm a professional. I do a lot of industry leagues by requirement. You know, a lot of different sites, are, are they want me in their leagues because they know uh, once Bill Enright's in a league, that makes it a serious league. So when I go into a league, it brings up the value uh, for these different websites. So I'm in a lot of leagues, but I'm a professional. Like, this is my job. So for anyone to be in more leagues than me, you're starting to look at it like your priorities. Like, wow, you're really intense. I think uh, Josh, our producer, sent a little note over while Jag was talking. We should have two extra shows on top of this one, right? The what? Jag show and the, <laughs> the Padre Paul show. I'm telling you, they have enough advice to go around for two full hours. Yeah, we'll just we'll analyze all 17 teams for Padre Paul and all 15 teams for Jag. Yeah, that's... And there you go. There's a couple extra hours of radio time right there. 855-478-7030. We're sticking with the phone lines. We're going to go to Rick in Houston. What's up, Rick? How's it going, guys? It's going great, my man. What we got for us? Well, I've got AP on a bye this week, so I need a pair of replacement running back for him. And I'm thinking either Darren Stroll or, I don't know, do you think Kendall Hunter or Bernard Pierce? Is it PPR? PPR? No, it's not PPR. I'm still sticking with Sproles, Todd. I, I know he's going to get carries. I know he's going to get yardage. I know he's going to be involved in the game plan. Kendall Hunter may come in for Frank Gore, and maybe he's just in the fourth quarter and he's still going up against the Houston Texans defense. I agree. I mean, Sproles is not going to repeat what he did last, uh, last week. You know, he's not going to have that huge game again. But he could have a productive game where right. Pierce and Hunter are, you know, both backing up their star running backs. And, you know, it's not like the last couple of weeks, Bill, where Pierce had a chance to kind of take over the number one spot while Ray Rice was injured. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, okay. I'm going to go Sproles. And this year, in this season, I also happen to have um, Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers. Who would you start this week? Matt Ryan has a pretty tough matchup against the Jets this week. I actually have Phillip Rivers as my number five quarterback. Matt Ryan is my number seven. So I'd suggest going with Rivers there. Okay. I'll do that. Thanks, Rick. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Todd, I know a lot of people are a little bit shaky on Phillip Rivers, but the fact of the matter is right now he's the number three quarterback in standard scoring leagues. I know. I actually grabbed him. For, I didn't even need him. I grabbed him as my third quarterback in one league just to have him, just to keep him away from some other people. Um, couldn't believe he was still on the waiver wire. So, I have Colin Kaepernick in one league. I picked up Rivers, and I'm starring him. Benching Kaepernick. Look, man, uh, other than a stinker against the Titans in week three, Phillip Rivers, had one, week one he passed for four touchdowns, week two over 400 yards and three touchdowns, and week four – over 400 yards and three touchdowns. Something yeah. good is going on out there in San Diego, bud. And his completion percentage is out of this world. Well, that's because it's a totally new offense. North Turner is gone. Mike McCoy, the offensive coordinator last year for the Denver Broncos, is now the head coach. Phillip Rivers loves this offense. He says it's going to save his career. Well, I, I, hey, I'm, I'm totally with you. The one X factor here is the health of one Antonio Gates who we used to call in our league, we used to call him old iron ankles, iron <laughs> ankles, because uh-huh. he's 
constantly had ankle injuries for years and years and years. And somehow, right now, Gates is on fire like he used to be. Uh, that's a big part of this, Bill. Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean if Gates were to go Gates... down with an injury, which is very possible, right? you know, Philip Rivers uh, comes back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, that's true. But as long as that's not happening right now, I mean, we're still rolling with Rivers. And listen to this, okay? Can I just go through his uh, schedule real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Oakland. Uh, you say good matchup or bad matchup, fantasy-wise? Yeah. Oakland. Good. Colts. Good. Jacksonville. Great. Washington. Great. Denver. A shootout. Yeah. At Miami. Not great. No, nah, not great. Although Drew Brees picked him apart. Uh, so, you know, that there's your next six or seven games for Phillip Rivers. Not bad. Oh, by the way, he's got, uh, at the tail end, he's got the Giants, Denver, and Oakland again. So, you know, <laughs> he's, he's got some very favorable matchups coming up. And as long as that offense stays intact and healthy, he's he's going to finish, Bill. He's going to finish as what, top five, six, seven quarterback? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think he's certainly in the top ten. Yeah. Yeah, probably right. Probably he'll probably sink it down a little bit, probably in that seven, eight, nine range if everyone can stay healthy. Uh, a couple more emails to get to. Radio at Football Nation is our email address. Lineup help from our friend Nick, aka Bowdog. Twelve team PPR league have the Muscle Hamster Doug Martin and Pierre Garcon on a bye. Needs help with a wide receiver two and two flex spots. Right now he has Cam, uh, Cam Newton, Ray Rice. Brandon Marshall in the lineup. So his wide receiver two options are Kendall Wright, Austin Pettis, T.Y. Hilton uh, are his three wide receiver options. Todd, what do you like? Who oh. do you like out of uh, PPR league? I don't like his options at all. I, I kind, I, I kind of like Austin Pettis because he's been leading the Rams in receiving the last three weeks. Gotten Jackson to the up. end zone the last two of the last three. T.Y. Hillen, we think he's a little bit hurt right now going up against the Legion of Boom with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Kendall Wright, not a bad option, but I'd rather see what he can do with Ryan Fitzpatrick now that he's under center. So I'm going to go with Austin Pettis here. I don't love it, but that's what he's dealing with. Wow. Pettis. Well, hey, they're playing the Jags, so that's a good thing. And like you said, he's been been more involved in the offense than we ever thought, you know. Yep. So, yeah, I'll go Pettis. I'll go with you there. Uh, Hilton. Bad matchup, and I just I just don't think he's 100%. And, Bill, there's receivers that can play through injuries, and their production doesn't suffer. You know, the big possession guys, for example, that catch those little eight-yard passes. You know what I mean? Not, mm-hmm. not too much running after the catch. But when you're a speed guy like T.Y. Hilton, Bill, where your whole game is predicated on speed and you don't have the speed because of an injury, it really, it really kills you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So until Ty can get healthy, um, I'm a little I'm concerned about him. So, what, who are so what else do we have to do? So there's his wide receiver too, Pettis. His two flex spots: David Wilson, Chris Obanaya, Bernard Pierce, or Jaquiz Rogers. Bill, you're you're saying David Wilson this week? The, bo- I am. the big boom bust. Yep, boomer bust. Put him hey. in. I'm rolling with David Wilson in one of the flex spots, and then full point PPR. I think I'm going to go with Jaquiz Rogers. Yep. Over Quiz kind of, uh, yeah. He kind of killed Jason Snelling last week. Mm, interesting. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, Bill, I, I I grabbed Snelling in one league and I grabbed Quiz in the other when S. Jacks went down. I wasn't sure how it was going to shake out. 
And week one, remember, Snelling had more fantasy points than Quiz, but Quiz had more touches. And week two, it was kind of the Quiz show comparatively to Snelling. So I'm with you. Go with Quiz. Next email is from Blake. Wants to know who has better value in a PPR Dynasty League, Todd. Alshon Jeffrey or Denarius Moore? Jeffrey only in his second year. I believe Denarius Moore is in his fourth year. I'm going to go with Jeffrey. Um, the only thing that, about Jeffrey, and I guess you can say the same thing for the Raiders, is Jay Cutler is in a contract year. Do you think the Bears re-sign Cutler? <laughs> I don't, it's too early to tell. The, the only reason why I ask that is because, I mean, it looks like Terrell Pryors is here to stay for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think the chemistry with Denarius Moore, again, uh, I made a mistake earlier. I said he was in his fourth year. This is his third year in the NFL. Jeffrey's only in his second year. I would rather see Denarius Moore and Terrell Pryor than, you know, who knows who can be the quarterback for the Bears next year. This is a dynasty league. He's not asking for 2013. He's asking for the future. I think Alshon Jeffrey's a bigger talent than Denarius Moore, number one. Okay. All right. Number two. I'm not a believer in Terrell Pryor long term, um, or the Raiders, or any you know that whole organization is a joke. Right. I hear you with Jay Cutler, but I mean Josh McCown's their backup, right? What are they going to do? Turn turn the keys over to him, or or draft somebody, or sign someone in the off season? Uh, I'm going Alshon Jeffrey. All right, all right. Alshon Jeffrey for our boy Blake. Back to the phone lines. Brian in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, has a tight end question. What's going on, Brian? How can we help you this week? Hey, guys. I have a couple. I just have one question on who to take for this DraftKings challenge. I'm in with you, Bill. Um, Whoa. All right. So, Brian, you're playing in DraftKings. It was only $10. You're entering for the chance to win 100 bucks, right? Yep. And also become a chance for it to be a fantasy football millionaire. So it's very interesting because you're playing against me. If you beat my team, you get an extra five dollars. But here you are, you're looking for some advice anyway. Yeah, so I'm basically either... I'm basically telling you how to beat my team. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, no problem, man. I want to see you make some money. What do you got for us? Well, I got I got I got three teams in there right now, and I just wanted to understand either because I have Charles Clay on one, and I have um, Brandon Myers on the other. I know you guys aren't high on Myers <clears throat> because of his team right now, but he's playing against the Eagles, and I thought that would be a good matchup. You know, the the thing about Brandon Myers is he's only 4100 bucks, so the price is certainly there. But you have a guy like Jared Cook who's only $200 more. You have a guy like Charles Clay who's $100 less. And I think both exactly. of them – are going to be outperforming Brandon Myers this week. That's why he was on my overpriced list. Not because I don't think he's going to get it done against the Eagles. It's just because I like other tight ends better than him. I think they're going to outproduce Brandon Myers this week. Even even a guy like Jermaine Gresham, $3,800 against his uh, New England Patriots this weekend. I just think there's better options than Myers. Okay. I'm, I'm All right, going that was it. with you guys, too, because I got a lot of Eagles and Giants in there, too, so... Hey, Eagles and Giants, Cowboys and Broncos, that's who I loaded my roster with this weekend. I'm, I'm going to give you guys all a hint. I have exactly. Eagles, I have Broncos, I have Cowboys, and I have Giants. That's who I'm rolling with this weekend. Uh, I think those are the teams that are going to be scoring the most points in, in the games for all the Week 5 action. I think those two games are going to have a lot of points in them. And uh, I had a second question also about my fantasy team because <clears> – <throat> 
I'm a Dolphins fan, but I'm really, really high on Patriots players. And I picked up Amendola, and I have a couple offers, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not wanting to trade him because I feel like he has an awesome upside with Brady. He does. So I'm getting offers like Sproles for Amendola or like just second-tier running backs like that, and I don't know what to do. All right, Brian, here, here's the thing. One, are you in a PPR league? Full point? No, no. Half point? Uh, Standard league. Uh, so I don't like Sproles as much. How are your wide receivers? How, how are your running backs? My running backs are solid. Um, my wide receivers consist of Cobb, Amendola, Justin Blackman off the suspension now, uh, Givens, Wood, and Jennings. Uh, it sounds like you need the wide receiver. It sounds like you need to keep Danny Amendola, especially if your running backs are pretty solid. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Best of luck, Brian. Brian, what's your uh, what's your team name in the DraftKings? So I know if I finish over you. Uh, B D O S T zero zero one. All right. I am B E three. So that's that's my name. So if you finish ahead of me, you're getting five dollar bonus. Best of luck. Hopefully, you take home that first place prize. Awesome. Thank you, Bill. Take care, Brian. Todd, how about him calling in to compete against me, but still wants my advice? You gotta love it. He, he doesn't fear Enright at all. No, he doesn't. Apparently not. Does not fear Mr. Bill. I love it. All right, let's go to Justin in New Hampshire. Has a question about a running back. What's up, Justin? How can we help you today? Hey, what's going on? Um, I have a question regarding our season filler for tonight's game. Okay. It's going to probably be like a true game term decision, but like if he is a nasty tonight, um, who would you roll with? Because right now I have uh, Reggie Bush at the flex. I'll probably move him up to the running back. And some options I have on my bench to, um, to put in the flex would be uh, either Joyce Bell or T.Y. Hilton. Those are the only That's two it, options you have, Joyce Bell or T.Y.? T.Y. Hilton, those are my options for the flex. That's it, only those two. Well, because the other guys are on bye weeks, like Antonio Brown's on bye, Vincent Jackson's on the bye. Right, right. Vincent Bell has a bye. So, yeah. Right. You know, this is a tough one, Todd. I have C.J. Spiller in one of my leagues, and I actually benched him. I have T.Y. Hillen as an option, but I went to um, – I'm going ahead with uh, James Jones. I just don't believe in C.J. Spiller this weekend. I think the Cleveland Browns defense is is very underrated at this point. I think they're going to shut down Spiller if he's even in action. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. why I would rather see you go with one of those bench players. I'd I just go Joyke Bell. I think Joyke Bell against the Packers. I know you're playing Reggie Bush, but think of it this way. Any of the production that come from the Detroit Lions backfield, you know you're getting points from. That's true, too. So that, that's why I'm... Let's also figure that probably just Bell and, like, wide receiver type, too, because they don't have Burleson anymore, either. Well, I don't know if they're going to use him as a wide receiver, but I, I do know that if you're starting Reggie Bush and Joyke Bell, you're going to get production out of that backfield. Maybe you get exactly. 30 points, and maybe 20 of it comes from Reggie, 10 of it comes from Joyke Bell. That's true, yeah. So that, that that's right, where I would go. Good. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, the other option is T.Y. Hilton, and we talked about it. He's still banged up, and he's up against the Seahawks. Right. You know, not not optimal. So it's also not optimal, like you said, Bill, to, to start two running backs on the same team. But in this case, you could pretty much make the argument, Bill, that if you had to start two running backs from any team. It would be the Lions? It might be the Lions. I kind of agree with that. I mean, who else Reggie would it be? Bush is... the Texans. 
I mean, no, I'm not really. I'm not high on Ben Tate as much as I was before. Just averaging under nine yards, uh, nine carries per game. I think right now we have Joyke Bell and and Reggie Bush to, in terms of backfields. Uh, they're they're the two highest running backs from the same team. Bernard Pier, uh, excuse me, Bernard Pierce and Ray Rice, and then Jarvis Crianellis and Gio Bernard are still kind of close. But right now, Bell and Bush are the highest. Yeah, I'm looking down the list here, man, and uh, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, again, it's not optimal, but if you have to do it, first of all, the matchup is good. Yep. And second of all, you know, Drake Bell was quiet last week. Reggie Bush came back with a vengeance from that injury. Maybe Bell, you know, has a little bit of a bounce back. Maybe he sees a few more snaps this week. All right, we're going to take one more phone call before we take a break. We're going to go to Nick, a.k.a. our boy, Bodog, who's in Pennsylvania. What's up, Bodog? Hey, how you doing, guys? Just going to let you know I'm going to take you down at DraftKings this week. Now, Bodog, you won 300 bananas, as you put it, a couple weeks ago. I believe you won $100 yep. last week. So you certainly yep. know what you're doing, my man. That's your advice, man. I mean, I, what I do is I usually go pick a couple of your absolute best buys and then, you know, take, like, whatever defense and kicker I can at three or 3200 And then what it usually leaves me is, like Jimmy Graham for the flex. I mean, it's it's taking your your best buys leaves that monster in the flex. Like Jamal, I'm, quite frankly, I'm taking Jamal Charles this week against you. Hey man, I love to hear that some of our advice is helping you win some money. That's the goal of the article that I write on ffchamps.com and footballnation.com. That's the goal of this segment that we do every week here on Thursday. We want to see our audience members, our members at ffchamps.com, our readers at Football Nation win money. That's why we're doing it, to help you guys oh, win some money. So I'm glad that great, you've had man. some success. It's great. I mean, it's, I'm having more success with that than my regular team. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's, let's try to help you out with your regular team. What do you got for us? Uh, well, I, draft day, I got Eli Manning and uh, RG3. Um, I got Marshawn Lynch, Eddie Lacy, and, and Gio uh, Bernard. I picked up uh, Tony Gonzalez, and then uh, in the late rounds, no one had taken Gronk, so I grabbed him. And I got DeAndre Hopkins and Josh Gordon as my other wide receivers besides Darson. And I've been offered a trade. There's a guy who, he's a Cle- Cleveland maniac, and he wants Gordon bad. And he's offered me Vic, Kemble Tompkins, and Clay uh, for Gordon and Rock. No. Nah, I'm not doing that one, dude. Yeah, Listen. And I, I mean, I'm leaning against it. You know, yeah. I, he, you know Vic has so, been so good this year, but I think RG3 will be okay. And then this week against Philly, if Eli doesn't do it, I'm a lifelong Giants fan. I used to go to Yankee Stadium with my dad to watch them when I was oh, six wow. years old. Yeah. And it's just been so terrible this year watching the Giants. <laughs> well, listen, as I, as I say, because as you know, I, I am an also a, a third-generation Giants season ticket holder. I don't, I don't root for the Giants just when they win. I support them because that's who my team is. Right now, this is ugly, ugly football, and you have to stay with them, ride or die, when they're, whether they're winning or they're losing. I think this weekend, yeah. Vic and Eli and Nicks and Cruz and, and Deshaun Jackson and McCoy, it's going to be a fantasy football freak show out there. Major, major points coming out of that matchup. But as for that trade, listen, if this guy is a Cleveland Browns homer, he wants Josh Gordon on his team that bad, he can do a lot better than that deal that he's, that he's offering what you if right I, now. What if I was able to get, like, Torrey Smith? <sighs> I'm still not giving up. 
Gronk just to get Charles Clay, you'd have to do you'd have to rework the trade with, with some of the players there because you well, don't want to make Gonzo. his team better. Yeah. I know, I understand you have Gonzo, but again, you don't want to make his team better. And when Gronk's back in action, you know, we think he's going to be a top five tight end. Yeah. So that yeah, that's I'll what see, you want to avoid doing. Let me see if I can pry uh, LaShawn McCoy out of him. Hey, if, I mean, if you can do that, we love McCoy on this show. We think he's going to finish the year as a top yeah. five running back. Maybe there's All a way right, you, well, could, you could throw Lacey in the mix if you're trying to get McCoy. You give up a Lacey somewhere in that package. You know? yeah, the one reason I'm I'm not wanting to trade a lot of people have come at me for Bernard and Lacey, but it's a two team keeper, uh, and I got oh, them in mind. the fifth. I got them in the fifth and seventh round, and it's like I'm this. They could be setting me up for the next five years. Yeah, yeah. Well, never mind. I didn't know the keeper part. <laughs> yeah, that's sorry. that's smart, smart stuff. But uh, I'm with Bill, man. I I wouldn't do this deal. I mean, you're getting Tompkins, who who knows what's going to happen when Amendola and Gronk get back. Clay is, yeah. you know, an average, a nice tight end, too, nothing more. And Vic, right now, looking pretty good, but how long is he going to be healthy in this offense? Right. One, I'm telling you, the Giants may kill him this week. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and you know, I mean, Eli and RG3 are, I think they're going to both trend up the rest of the year. I mean, they can't get much worse, you know? No, they can't. Well, that's, I mean, I picked up RG3 in the fifth. Okay. And then Eli was sitting there in the ninth, and I said, okay, that's a nice little tandem to have. And uh, here's the deal, man. Both of them still have plenty of other NFC East teams to play against, right? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I mean, the defenses are pathetic in that division. So you're going to have plenty of what, tasty matchups coming up with those two guys. I don't know what's happened to that division. That division used to be known for just 13 picks, you know? It got old really quickly. Yeah. At least that's why. All right, well, listen, Giants. guys, I'll let you go. Thanks for all the help with DraftKings, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting that ticket for the million dollars. There you go, Nick. Best of luck to you. I hope you beat my team, too. You get an extra $5 there. I love it. All right, man, care, man. Listen, thanks for all the advice through the year. I appreciate it. You got it. Now, Todd, there, there's an FFChamps.com member who's with us every Sunday as I'm webcasting live. He's with us every Thursday night as I do a, a live Q&A before the uh, Thursday night game. And he's just dominating right now. $400 in DraftKings, and that was pretty much just in two weeks. I like his strategy, though. Seriously, he, um, he, he takes the best bets that you provide, right, the ones that he likes out of your lists and your absolute steals. He starts with that. He starts his roster with that. Then he kind of gets the defense out of the way, right, defense and kicker, because they're kind of all the same, let's be honest, right? And then after that, he kind of sees what's left over, and he usually has enough cash because he saves so much money with your best bets that he's able to put like a superstar in his flex. Todd, he's, put, I, I, he's putting Jamal I, Charles in his flex. That, that's amazing. Great strategy there by Botog. I do want to disagree with you about one point, and you know what? I actually should probably start doing this in the article and doing it in the segment that we do on radio. The defense matters. I made a big mistake with the defense last week. And I think it cost me about $5,000. I should have used the Indianapolis Colts defense or the Tennessee Titans defense last week. And I would have got 25 more points. And I looked at the standings. I would have finished in the the running for like $5,000 because that's how good my team was last Ooh. week. Instead, I got burned by a defense because I didn't put enough attention to it. You have to play a defense that is going up against a bad offense. The St. Louis Rams this week are an excellent matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Atlanta Falcons, excellent matchup against the New York Jets. 
both of those teams are very low asking price. I'm going to make a note, and I'm going to start doing that each and every week because you can find an absolute steal to defense that can really, really make a difference of your team. I'm telling you, Todd, I lost out on, on maybe $5,000 or more last week. I really should have been getting some big-time money, but I made a major screw-up, a rookie mistake. Even though I'm a seasoned veteran, I made a rookie mistake last week, and I ignored the defense position. Well, hey, you know what? You're probably right. Why don't we add that to the segment? I'm going to do that. Going forward, I'm going to include a defense. I'm not going to go as far as doing kickers because I think pretty much the kickers are are really all in the same ballpark. I mean, the highest kicker this week is $4,000. The lowest one is $3,000. So there's not a lot of wiggle room in there. But the defense, you can really find a great value that's going to get you a lot of points. The Seahawks are right now $5,000. To me, they're one of the overpriced teams. But you go with the Atlanta Falcons, who's $3,200, playing against Geno Smith, the turnover machine on Monday Night Football, or the St. Louis Rams, only $3,700. I'm going to start doing that each and every week because I think that's going to be a major difference maker I think for a lot of our, our fans. That's a good point, and I will uh, retract my statement. Uh, you know, I am so into the season-long mindset, Bill. I hear you. I hear you. And in all of my all of my leagues, defenses are all the, they're they're not, they're not a lot, there's not a lot of points to be had by the defenses. So over the course of a season, as long as you have a top ten defense, you're in pretty good shape, right? Yeah. But in this daily fantasy at DraftKings.com, you do you're right. The matchups it's a one week season, so the matchups are humongous. So I, I agree. You are correct. And the, the variance isn't that much, you know? No, it's not. I mean, you know, you're, you're talking a $1,000 difference between a, a number one defense and the number 12 defense. So it's not, that, it's not that much. It's not like quarterbacks where there's like a $4,000 variance between the first and 10th quarterback. You know what I mean? I'm trying to look up my squad right now. Last week I had 164 points. If I used just one of those defenses, Who was I would have the Pittsburgh Steelers, they got me zero. I, I'm telling you, I made a huge mistake. If I used the Colts, or listen, honestly, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. but if I used the Colts or the Jaguars, I would have had another 30 points on my team. I would have finished in, like, 50th place, and that would have got me, just in this pool, just in this contest, I, I did a lot of contests last week, uh, 50th place would have got me an extra $500. But in another league I did, I did like one of those, you know, qualifiers to get into that million dollar thing. I would have won five thousand bucks. I hope that doesn't haunt me the rest of the year. Well, I was I was pretty upset. I was upset at myself for, for being so foolish. I mean, we talked about at the beginning of the show. Look and see who's playing the Jaguars this this week. St. Louis Rams, thirty seven hundred dollars. That's a good Sign place up. to start. You know? Yep. Especially if Blaine Gabbert's under center. And that's my own fault because, you know, the first couple of weeks I used to just go after a defense and go after a kicker and then fill up the rest of my lineup. But now I'm going to look for a quality defense going up against an inferior offense. Look at the Rams here, bud. They're uh, 3,700. Yeah, and again, if you go rankings-wise, they're like 14th on the list. And that, that's who I'm using this week. Here's another hint about my lineup. That's who I'm using the St. Louis Rams. It's at St. Louis, too. Yep. They were leading the league in sacks the first three weeks of the season. Then they kind of fell off a little bit. I'm using the Rams this week. Well, I picked up the Rams in a couple leagues. Uh, nice. We play the defensive matchup, matchups each, each week. So, okay. Um, yeah. Huh. Bill, can't make that mistake, I guess. No, and I won't. So I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because um, 
we poo-poo the defenses in the preseason when you're talking about season-long leagues. You know, right. Daily don't worry leagues, about it. Different Wait story. Wait until five or six are off the board on draft day, then, then strike, you know. Yep. Um, different story here in DraftKings.com. Uh, one more phone call before we take a break. We're going to go to Joe in Tampa. What's up, Joe? Hey, I have a trade offer just came through um, for quarterback. I have RG3 on a buy, and Alex Smith is my starting quarterback, which I'm not too happy about the matchup. And I got a trade offer for Phillip Rivers and uh, Woods receiver, who I don't really need, for Colson and Alex Smith. I'm um, at receiver with Julio Jones and D. Jack, Colson, Kemperl Tompkins, and Eddie Royal. And we only start two with a flex. So I'm thinking basically giving up Colson and Alex Smith for um, Philip Rivers doesn't seem like a bad bad option there. And just wanted your advice before I pull the trigger. Joe, who do you have? What's your record right now? I'm three and one. All right. So you're not that concerned about this week. I think Alex Smith is serviceable. You have RG3 as your weekly starter. Right. So it's not like you're 0-4 and you need to win this week. And if you were, that's when I would suggest to do this trade. I like Phillip Rivers, and I like the idea of getting him on your team, but now you're faced with a decision, which may not be a bad problem to have, but RG3 and Phillip Rivers every week. And you're making your opponent's team better by giving him Marquise Colson. Run through your receivers for me again. I know you only start two of them. Julio Jones, D-Jack, Colson, Kemble Tompkins, Eddie Royal. Deshaun or, or Vincent? Oh, no, I'm sorry, Deshaun. All right, so you have Deshaun Jackson. Standard uh, scoring, no PPR. Yeah, and you know, Kembrell Tompkins, we like him here on the show. We don't like Eddie Royal. Uh, right. I think you're better off holding on to Colston. I, I really do. If you were, again, if you were looking for a win, a must-win week, but since you're 3-1, and one, Alex Smith, serviceable as a bye week replacement, really, you're, you would just be making this trade just for this week because you don't want to start Alex Smith. Yeah, I mean, I just worry a little bit about, um, you know, RG3. You know, last week I know he had a decent game, but not a great fantasy game. And I'm just worried if he, you know, just having that, um, you were talking about the schedule for um, Philip Rivers, and he's, you know, top three right now. I'm not saying he's going to end top three, but. but if you can play try play. to maybe swindle giving up Kembrell Tompkins or Mark or or uh, Eddie Royal instead of Colston, then, then I would no doubt about it do this trade. But yeah, you look at RG3's schedule coming up, man. He's play, his schedule is just as good as, as Phillip Rivers is. He's got a right. lot of NFC matchups. He's got playing up against a, a lot of teams that are going to put up points, like the Denver Broncos and the Chargers. So you're expecting shootouts in those games. I think the bye week comes at an excellent time for RG3. Listen, three straight games with over 300 yards. It's not like he hasn't been producing. So RG3, to me, still a top eight quarterback in fantasy football. Todd, what do you think about the trade? I, I'm with you 100%. Uh, again, RG3 in the NFC East has played only one interdivision game with the Eagles to open the season. He's got five more of those beauties to go. Right. Okay. Very good. I, I appreciate the information. Love the show and um, love the site as well. Thank you so much. Joe, listen, if you can counter offer, give up one of those other wide receivers, Kembrell or Eddie Royal, then you do the deal, but not for Marquise Colson, dude. Okay. All right, best of, best of Thanks. luck to you, Joe. Todd, let's take a quick break. When we return, we're going to go over our Week 5 matchups and also hand out some awards first month of the season. We'll look back, see who's the MVP, not named Peyton Manning. All that's coming up next on Football Nation. Headlines, stats, fantasy previews, and more right here on Football Nation. 
Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF Insider, and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com. You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at collegefootballgeek.com. That's who. Collegefootballgeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At collegefootballgeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part, it's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league, or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out CollegeFootballGeek.com. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright bring you the latest trends from the NFL on Football Nation. All right, welcome back to Football Nation. Todd, I am fired up for week five. Excellent callers today. That last segment, we had a lot of fun callers, a lot of people challenging me, talking some trash to me for the upcoming contest in DraftKings.com. I'm fired up, baby. I'm looking to win, but I also want to see some of our members, some of our audience uh, listeners win some cash as well. So how's it going to work next week, Bill? This is the first time you've had a challenge or contest like this. Are we yep. going to review what happened next week? I think that's an excellent idea. You know, are we going to review, you know, how many of these 50 poor souls you dominated? 
Are we going to reveal think, this information? I think people should be calling in next week if they challenge if they challenge me and they beat me. They should be calling in uh, throughout the entire show. That's fine with me. But if a lot of people let let's say I finish in I don't know fifteenth place. Okay, that's pretty good. It's not great. I didn't win any money. Uh, only fourteen people got that five dollar bonus. But if I finish in like forty fifth place, I expect a lot of people calling in and talking trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, man. And if you finish in forty fifth place, Bill, that's bad news, Bears. That's not. That's not. Uh, that's not going to cut it. You might have to call the gambling commission because I may have thrown that matchup. Uh, yeah, the DraftKings guys might uh, not be happy with that finish <laughs> of yours. No, but I'm telling you, my lineup's good this week. Bill, Watch out. The, the professional. Bill Ender. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's get to some of these emails, Todd, and then we're going to hand out some awards from the first month of the season. Uh, our friend Jagan wants to know, who do we like better rest of the way, Kansas City or Cincinnati? Kansas City. Uh, for week five, should he go with Terrell Pryor or Russell Wilson? Um, I'm kind of digging Pryor. Yeah, Pryor against the Chargers. I don't know. I, I he's more boom bust. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah, Russell Wilson's gonna give you a, a nice, an average performance probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, TP he he's just got that that running element that uh, he might be running for his life. Too. I, I kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to Pryor this week. Kind of a, a weird answer. I don't normally go that direction, but I'm gonna go Pryor. Next email is from Matt M. Matt says, "Hey guys, I'm three and one going into week five. Half a point PPR league, ten team league. Pondering this trade from one of my coworkers because he is down on Doug Martin. First, here is his team: Matt Stafford, Tony Romo, quarterback. Uh, Thomas, I'm guessing Demarius, George, Josh Gordon, Cecil Shorts, and Vincent Jackson." Jamal Charles, Noshan Moreno, Stephen Ridley, MJD, Lamar Miller, and Davis. Who's Davis? Nile Davis. No, Nile Davis? Yeah, I guess because he has Jamal Charles. Uh, Thomas is his tight end. I'm guessing Julius. And Greg Olson. With MJD and Ridley doing nothing, I'm looking to beef up my running back situation. Is Moreno and Miller, Noshan Moreno and Lamar Miller, a good, for Doug Martin, a good trade? It is if you're getting Doug Martin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I totally would do that deal. Uh, I mean, I, only... you and I are down on Moreno. You know, it's going to be a headache. At the best, it's going to be a headache. You know, um, Lamar Miller. Uh, it's been underwhelming. Yeah. You know, do you see a huge upside with Lamar Miller? <sighs> I don't. I, I mean, I think he'll be a, a he could be a serviceable fantasy running back. I've got him on a lot of my rosters, and he's kind of my flex guy. You know. I... See, the problem is I see him getting better every week, and I see him pulling away from Daniel Thomas. So the upside's there if he wins that starting job and the Miami Dolphins O-line starts blocking a little bit better. He's going to break some runs, Todd, and I think that's when people are going to be like, wow, you know, I'm glad I drafted him. But the Doug Martin buying low I think is an excellent opportunity right now. Yeah, do the deal if you can get Doug Martin. All right, next question is from Joey Garcia, non-PPR league standard scoring 12-team redraft. He only needs one flex, four decent options. Danny Woodhead, Marquise Colson, Ken Brell, or Jaquiz? Non-PPR. Yes. That rules Colson. out Wood- Colson. I was just going to say that rules out Woodhead for me. I like Marquise Colson there as well. Uh, Leon Harris is the next question. Eli Manning or Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Bill. Do you roll the dice on Eli? I do. 
I, I, I think this is make or break time. We talked about it with David Wilson uh, on Tuesday. We talked about it with Hakeem Nix, right? Yep. It's put up or shut up time. You've got the the dream fantasy matchup. You're at home, Giants. Do we give uh, the Giants our step it up for this week? The Giants are definitely getting the step it up. All right. Todd. S- yeah. Say it loud and clear then, Bill. Step it up, Giants. Step it up, Giants. Eli, right. Hakeem, David, that means you. Here's the thing about Eli Manning. You're using him this week. He's playing against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. You're probably sitting him next week against the Bears. And then he has the the Vikings, the Eagles again, a bye, the Raiders, the Packers, the Cowboys, the Redskins, and the Chargers. To me, those are all green lights. So uh, yeah, if you want to if you want to use Eli this week, now is the time to do it, because over the next course of the month or the next course of the six week season, based on his performance in week five, you're going to look back and say, you know what, he got it done against a bad defense. I'm going to roll with him against this other bad defense that he's playing against. I agree, man. I agree. Step it up, Giants. There you go. Every week, we're, we're pretty good on those step it ups, by the way. We and they've been coming through. So I don't know. You may you may regret your step it up Giants decision here. As they're playing against your Eagles. Oh, Eagles are they're playing for Bridgewater, baby. All right. Rashad Jennings or CJ Spiller? We're still sticking with uh, Leon's email. Well, if Spiller plays, he's in. I agree. I don't think Rashad Jennings is going to be much of a factor if Marcel Reese is in action. You know, uh, you got to watch Ke- tonight. Kembrell, in, Kembrell or Bo? Bo. Uh, Kembrell or Steve Smith? Ugh. Yeah. Steve Smith. What's wrong with Steve Smith? Not bad. Uh, I don't know. He, you know, he has uh, last week, last last game. He was on a bye last week. Three catches, forty yards. The week before that, five catches, fifty-two yards. That does a lot for you. Uh, I, he's the only option for Cam Newton to throw to. Hopefully, they got on the same page uh, during the bye week. All right. <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with Steve Smith. Uh, Lou, catch 22. Thanks to you guys. I'm 4 0 in a 12 team PPR league. Very nice, Lou. Because of the buys, I have to start Geo and Tate. Should I pick up Rashad Jennings for this week or go with what I have? Go, or go with what I have? I'm fine with Geo and Tate. Um, yeah, I'm fine with what he has. Uh, the last email of the day is going to Brian D. Standard scoring league. Should I drop Givens for Pettis or try and package him in a deal to someone who has Pede? What does Pede have to do with Pettis or, and Givens? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know I guess the, the question is Givens or Pettis right now. I, th- I think what he meant was should he package Daryl Richardson in a in a trade for Pete because he has Richardson Richardson on his team. I don't know. Uh, they're all garbage. All the all the Rams running backs are garbage. I agree with that. Todd, what do you say we hand out some rewards to uh, wrap up the show here? First month of the season is in the books. That's a quarter of the way through the 2013 NFL season. Uh, September is gone. We are in in the first week of October, week five of the NFL. First four weeks of the season, who is the NFL MVP not named Peyton Manning? All not right. named Peyton. Are we, this is not fantasy. This is just NFL. Strictly NFL. NFL. Mm. Not Peyton Manning. Mine's going to be a quarterback, to give you a hint. Drew Brees or yeah. – yeah, I guess, I guess Drew Brees. They're 4-0 right now. They were 0-4 at this point last year. Now they're yeah. 4-0. Pretty I'll impressive. 
Uh, coach of the month. Who is the coach of the month? It's, it's Andy Reid. I totally agree with that. Anyone that says Sean Payton is out of their mind, to me, Andy Reid totally turned around the Kansas City Chiefs. The Saints were who they were last year. They just got off to a really bad start. The Chiefs were terrible last year. They are off to a terrific start in 2013. Offensive Rookie of the Month, Todd, who are you going with? Underwhelming group, but I'll go with my man Gio. I mean, Gio has been getting it done for the Bengals so far. You can maybe say DeAndre Hopkins, but he really only had two good games. Gio, three out of the four, really nice production. Yeah, and maybe in October, Le'Veon Bell gives him a run for his money. Ooh, could be. We'll have to see. Uh, maybe this time in four weeks from now, we'll give Le'Veon Bell that award. Uh, off uh, Biggest letdown as a team. Who is the biggest letdown? Who Who's really uh, been right, struggling so far? I've got a tie so between two teams. All right, a tie. Interesting. Yes. The two biggest letdowns, one from the NFC, one from the AFC. Okay, that's fair. Your Falcons, Bill. Oh, Your major, Super Bowl-bound Falcons, one and three. I don't care what kind of schedule they've played. One and three. They were, what, 13 and three last year? Yes. All right. So the Falcons make it for the NFC. AFC, the Steelers, 0 for. The Steelers are 0 and 4, Bill. <sighs> I'm not going to go with the Giants for my biggest letdown because I didn't have high expectations for them. I had major, major expectations for the Atlanta Falcons this year. As you said, Todd, they were my Super Bowl prediction for the NFC, so I'm surprised that they are 1-3. Maybe they turn things around now that we're in a new month. Uh, AFC, I don't really have one. I guess I can go with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who you mentioned. I thought the Bengals were going to be a little bit better than 2-2 two and two right now. The Texans, they lost that last, uh, that last game against the Seattle Seahawks. They need to get things going. So it's uh, I, I'll go with this. I'll go with the Steelers 0-4. I thought they were going to be a playoff team, but it looks like they won't even uh, make it outside of you know the top five worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, biggest surprise from a team standpoint. Who is the biggest surprise thus far? Well, it's got to be the Chiefs. Uh. The Kansas City Chiefs right now, see, I had them as my wild card team. I knew they were going to be good. Maybe I didn't know they were going to be this good. I Four mean, and always before is the pretty season, damn good. Before the season, did you think they were going to beat Dallas, Philly, and New York? I didn't think that was, yeah. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So it's got to be, I mean, for me, it's the Chiefs, the biggest surprise team. I, I had them as the most improved team, but... I went on record saying they were going to win six or seven games, maybe eight at the most, um, only because of their crap division they were in. Remember? My whole thing with Andy Reid going to the Chiefs was he's going to a great landing spot because the division stinks. You know, And, be- and because he was playing against the NFC East this year, who he's been coaching against for the last 15. Yeah. Yeah. But more dude, so as like a career wait, wait, choice. Dude, Todd, that, for, that's a factor. That's a factor. I mean, well, it's three a, of the four is, wins came against the NFC East this year. Yeah, but the the Eagles, I mean, they have a whole new coaching staff, obviously. So he's coaching against a completely new the, everything. Still knows the personnel. Still knows the personnel and the game plan in yeah, Dallas. Okay. Okay. Still All knows right. the Cowboy, uh, the Giants. All right. I think that was a big factor. That was a really great way for the Chiefs to start the year. Yep. So there's my surprise team. Who you got? My biggest surprise right now is the Cleveland Browns. They won their last two games. I can't believe it. <laughs> they traded T- Trent Richardson. They started Brandon Hoyer, and they won two games from since making <laughs> both of those moves. You still don't have his first name right. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> <laughs> Hoyer. Hoyer. I can't believe it. To me, they're the biggest surprise. 
Their defense is legit. Watch out for the Browns' defense going forward. My man Joe Hayden, Dequell Jackson, they're getting it done. Yep, well, they are going to win just enough games not to get that franchise quarterback in the draft. Yeah, and that's going to be a problem. I think I think the fans over there in Cleveland will be pretty upset about that. I'm telling you, when right now the fans are very confused there, and if they win tonight, they're three and two. They're going to be they're going to be let down. It's going to be a it's always a big letdown in Cleveland, no matter what sport you're talking about. It's going to be a big letdown because this team's going to finish six and ten, and they're going to have the twelfth overall pick, and four franchise quarterbacks are going to go in the top ten. Yeah, and then the- <laughs> they're going to try to trade in. It's going to be a mess. Sorry, Cleveland. It's going to be a mess. You're winning too many games. We had an excellent show today. I love all the uh, interaction with our our audience members. Love all the trash talk that is already happening for the contest that I'm going to compete in at DraftKings.com. Todd, throw in $10 and put put some money in for the contest. I'll be in there. You'll see me. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll tell you my screen name. I'm planning planning on it being like you know, the fantasy phantom. Oh, all right, that's an a good ominous one. name that you'll, you will fear, strike fear in the hearts of all of our competitors. Again, hundred dollar. You put down ten bucks, hundred dollars to win at DraftKings.com, and also the chance to become a fantasy football millionaire. You're competing against me. If you beat my score, you get an extra five dollars, and you can call into the show next week and talk some trash to me. Love all the interaction from the callers. Thanks for the emails today. All the support on Twitter. Uh, Todd, any closing thoughts before we we take off for today? Browns twenty, Bills thirteen. Oh, prediction Thursday night game. Browns twenty, Bills thirteen. I'm I'm gonna go with Browns twenty four, Bills seven. Thursday night stinker. Thursday night stinker. Don't expect much uh, from a fantasy football angle unless you have Jordan Cameron or Josh Gordon. Uh, for Todd DeVries, I'm Bill Enright. Want to wish everyone the best of luck in Week Five, and thanks for listening to Football Nation. Every football fan has a voice at FootballNation.com.